listener yeah we are we're back it's been a summer break but we're back Mm -hmm. my name certainly is tom this guy mine used to be ross but now it's still ross oh that was that was the old switcheroo there Mm -hmm. i was sort of blindsided blindsided you've been blindsided listener you have now (laughs) right and what are we what are we (laughs) what are we but what is this what is this though waste of everyone's time it and is energy. but may i please welcome you to God God yeah yeah how yeah. you been mate how you been I had some bad luck oh, God. um hurt myself and now i've got flu it's awesome have you hurt any others just yourself i uh, know just myself did you, did you just keep it to yourself i i just i prefer to like hurt myself than other people yeah that's what i do what no I prefer to do it the other way around. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah. I think most people do. Look after number one. Fuck everyone else up. Crack on. Uh, have a nice pint. Mm-hmm. Wait for everything to blow over. Mm-hmm. So we're back, yes. We're back for another episode 27. Last one was 26. That's how numbers work. Wow. Well remembered. It was a fighting game special last, wasn't it? Was it, it? was an epic one, that one. Eh? It was a fucking big one. No, that wasn't a fighting game one, was it? It was. Oh, wow. Jesus. That was a big and that and like what we got for you today well i'll tell you okay all sorts um we're going to talk about um some of the podcasts that i've been listening to nice we'll talk about the heroes and villains thing that i went to with kelly in london oh yeah uh, i'm going to talk about this little any bloggers hashtag any bloggers picnic mm-hmm. and that involved a little bit of laser quest oh. laser quiz i'm going to talk a little bit about nerg nerg Gateshead Stadium. Mm-hmm. Also, want to talk a little, little cheeky bit about E3. Cause, okay. Because that's happened. Yeah. There's a few games that you want to talk about. Uh-huh. Uh huh. There's a few TV series that we want to talk about. There's a movie, I believe, that you want to talk about as well. Uh-huh. And uh, I had an idea about launch issues for games that I would just want to run past you. Okay. And we have the head to head challenge, which was a little bit different mm-hmm. this time. So look forward to that, guys. Guys. Guy. Or girl. Or, yeah, women, may have man. either either set of genitals. We also set a team, a Gonoxlayer team challenge. Yeah, yeah. Which we will, we've put on Facebook and all that shit. We're going to reveal, we're going to reveal the results of that. Tell you what. <laughs> Fuck that game. Yeah. And in the second part, because, you know, as usual, there's two parts. We're going to talk about serial killer games. And by that, I mean... Uh, Games that feature sort of serial killers and that. Yeah, I think it was. I don't know whether we keep let the cat out of the bag, but it was kind of like the Friday the Thirteenth game. Yes. And Tom came up with the idea of serial killer game. Mm-hmm. It's it was Tom's, by the way. Thanks. If anyone wants to, you know, that was the day Gonox Lair jumped the shark. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, it's interesting actually, but we'll get onto that in a second. We'll get onto that. We will. And get if on he's that. intrigued. 
well, you know, you've got something to look forward to. Absolutely. You've got, there's a reason, you now have a reason to sit through the next three hours of content just to get to the second part. Mm-hmm. And then realize that we're just fucking what are we? It up again. Pass again. <laughs> what are we? Who knows? Who knows what we we'll do? We drop the ball yet again. So let's do this. Are you ready? I'm ready. Yeah. Let's oh, dive in. Before we do, sorry. That was lovely. That was a lovely, lovely moment for transition. But there's one thing I want to see. Back out of the pool and then <laughs> tapping the water. Towel on then. Towel off. Uh, I just want to explain some technical difficulties that we had in episode 26. I don't know if anyone noticed, okay. but uh, our producer fucked up big time. Yeah, he sacked. He sacked. He's gone. He, well, he's better than your back garden now, isn't he? Shh, 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 shh. Don't say that. That's I think more. <laughs> We're past that. We're friendly enough. We know. Oh, we, yeah. Um, so uh, yeah the producer fucked up he claimed that it was a ransomware cyber attack mm-hmm. which when I wrote that down would have been relevant but now it's not really well, it's, still, old, it's an old gag yeah um, to, he, what he did was when he set up the microphones he put Tom's microphone the wrong way around that's me no. so I sound like I was on the other side of the room imagine if he did it again and I'm trying to explain it and then this we're, then we're listening to it back tell you what he's a fucking <laughs> I've never known anyone do something so dim. So nice army, really. we we took turns just pushing him. We didn't hit him. We just sort of pushed him backwards up, up against the wall a little bit. And he went, ah. When you left, I hit him. Ah, oh, for fuck's sake. I couldn't stop. But what he said to me was when he was begging for his job, he said, we're all professionals. We can all make mistakes. Please forgive me. I just shook my head. Closed mm-hmm. the door. Uh, it's when you close the door, I kind of took things a bit too far. Yeah. But don't worry, I spread your DNA all around the crime scene, so if there's any comeback, it's you that's going to get it. Great. Great. But that's the, that's the explanation behind why I sounded like I was on the other side of the room. I wasn't. <laughs> all right, yeah. I was right up close to the mic, but that daftly messed it up. So, sauce guys, hope it didn't ruin the podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, that's it. Are you ready? I'm ready, yeah. Shall we jump in? I'll, I'll, hold on, I'll towel off again. Okay, yeah, have you... Got your trunks? I'm getting, I'm getting ready. Yeah, Put your I'm trunks up. You do that thing when you change your trunks. Do you pull your towel up around your waist so that no one sees your little winky? Nah, I'm proud of my winky. Little winky. It's big. You couldn't do dirty talk, sex talk with like uh, your paramour <laughs> by, <laughs> by uh, referring to your your penis as a winky, could you? Oh, fucking go on, pet. Look at me. Oh, also, I'm going to get my, my massive winky and I'm going to touch you with it. Also... Also, if you're having sex talk, you know, would you use words like penis? Um, that's like, oh, my penis is getting big. Like, is that, you know, it's not, ladies and gentlemen. You've got such a nice vulva. (laughs) (laughs) I love your mammaries. There was a trip down mammary lane for you there. Okay, let's do it then, yeah? Are you in agreement? Yeah. After three, one, two, three. Ross, I heard uh-huh. you hurt your ankle, mate. I hope it's all right now. It's still a bit swollen. Uh, what's with the extra bone you've got in your foot, like? Oh, yeah. I'm kind of like an X-man. X-men. X-person. So what does it do? Nothing. No. It, I think it, it allows me to be extra accident-prone. Because we're talking about serial killers in the next part, I wonder if spring Jack had uh, an extra bone in his foot. What do you think? Oh, aye. That might be the reason why. Where have you been for the last 150 years? Yeah, I, the alibi doesn't... I haven't got an alibi for it. Imagine if I went to that show, Who Do You Think You Are, whatever it's called. Oh, my God, And yeah. they traced it back, and every one of my ancestors was some sort of serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> and like, oh, well. Oh, everyone would have just went, oh, right, yeah. No, yeah I, I did have suspicions. That makes perfect sense. Because <laughs> he killed me. 
No, I was just, I was, when you told us about that, I was intrigued and I thought it would, it would be nice to let the listener know that you've, um, what else call it, a gammy foot? Uh, it's horrible. Is it? Well, now my or foot, anyway. The bone. Is it in both feet? No, it's just on my right. That makes it weird, that like. Do you think um, Uri Geller would be able to fix it like he did try to with Wayne Rooney's foot? Oh, Beckham, did he? David Beckham's foot when David Beckham broke his metatarsal just before one of the uh, I competitions. I remember that, yeah. And Was he, he went, successful? Everyone, you put your hand on the paper, on the, the, the picture. That's Uri Geller. That's not David Beckham. Put your hand on the picture, on, on the newspaper, and wish uh, David Beckham's foot better. Mm-hmm. What happened to Uri Geller? Was he Operation U? Was he Operation U Tree? Oh, I could be misremembering this. He wasn't that, but wasn't he friends with? Um, it was Michael Jackson, wasn't he? He was friends with. Oh, big, big mates. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm, <laughs> what, mm, what's the implication? I'm not going to say anything. While we're talking about that, while we're talking about dodgy feet, you know, remember Simon? You know Simon? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Simon's got a podcast out. That how's I, that even like? How's that <laughs> an attempted transition? Do that. Uh, I encourage everyone to have a listen to. It's called War Stories. Yeah. Not War Stories. War Stories. Mm-hmm. So it's war as in like proper Geordie war. Right. War. Which war. means uh, our. Is it? If you're not not our time, not our like our like mm-hmm. what's the time? An hour past uh, three. Yeah. So four o'clock. Um, it's not like that. It's it's our, as in mine, as in ours, right? Wow. Uh, <laughs> so that's say war as opposed as opposed to all that. Uh, Simon said that it's an oral, not oral, not like. Are like, we going to or- describe every single word? <laughs> it's an oral, <laughs> aoral history of Newcastle upon Tyne. Mm-hmm. Newcastle upon Tyne. No, Newcastle upon Tyne, capturing interesting stories about the city. Mm-hmm. The first episode features uh, Sammy Dobson, who was on Biker Grove, mm-hmm. and they discuss that amongst her other things like her career to date, stand-up comedy, and um, other things. Yeah. I uh, encourage you all to listen to it. It was thoroughly enjoyable. I agree. And of course, yeah. Simon, we are contractually obliged to say this because Simon came on this podcast. I've got to say this. He, so, He's a lot more professional, I feel, as a host than... <laughs> The, the person who's been talking most of the time on this podcast. Right, okay. <laughs> what a jibe. <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you. It, it's in, it was enjoyable. And uh, I learned some great facts. Mm. And one of the things that did strike a chord that he said about Biker Grove is being a, a Geordie, whenever you go to other parts of the country, people always do ask, well, you're in Biker Grove, do you live near Biker Grove? But basically, people are just very... Attached to that show, and when you think about it, that show was rather bizarre, wasn't it? How it, how successful it was over that period of time, and you know Jeff from Biter Grove, he mm-hmm. Kelly is swears that he drives around on a on a wheelchair with a dog um, around where we live, and uh, it looks a lot like him, but I don't know if it is him. So Jeff, if you're a listener, get in touch. Have, have you checked if he's alive or dead? No, well he was blown up, wasn't he, in Biter Grove? Oh, but the really. actor, I don't know. You know when I did that whole thing uh, where I kept saying like not oral, oral, not our, our, right. like that, and you were laughing. There's another podcast that I've started listening to called "Which Is the Best," mm-hmm. which actually features was hosted by Sammy Dobson and Luke Kyle, uh-huh. who's a, a local comedian, and I started listening to that because of that of Simon's interview with Sammy. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And I just want to give a shout out to that one as well because it's it's a good laugh. Oh, nice. Again, another Northeast podcast. The I would say they ramble probably as much as we did. We did. I'll say we did. We do. Oh, be right. <laughs> I, I, I wanted. To, I was going to say there that we've kind of reined in a little bit, but then already in this podcast we've rambled quite a bit. I've rambled quite a bit. Mm-hmm. The concept of their podcast though is they get two things that have got the same name, like in the theme tune, they say tits and tits. What's best, breasts or birds? You know what I mean? Uh, and they do that with loads of different things, like Mars or Mars, which is best. And it's it's a really it's actually a really funny, clever concept. It's one of those concepts where you think, oh, for fuck's sake, I wish I'd thought of that. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I, I encourage you to have listened to that as well because it's good for a laugh. Well, I mean, because you've just recommended it live. To I me. did. I've mm-hmm. not heard you endorsing Get, it previous to this. Get involved. Kelly and I went down to London for a trip mm-hmm. and we yeah. went to the Heroes and Villains Convention. Yeah. The concept is all of the, um, not all of them, but a lot of characters from like the DC and Marvel TV TV show universe are put together in a big arena or something. You can go around, you can meet them, you can pay money to get in, uh, autographs with them and stuff like that. There's mm-hmm. loads of stalls, loads of comic book memorabilia and like, a cushion with a, a flash on, shit like that. So Kelly has like a big addiction crush, whatever you want to call it, with uh, Stephen Amell in particular Aye. from Arrow. He plays Arrow, Oliver Queen, and obviously he. she found out he was going to be there, so she was desperate to go. She sorted it all out. She sorted all the train tickets and the tickets for the venue, because I did that thing where I go, oh, I, I don't have the money, I can't afford it. So until she goes, oh, well, I'll pay for it, I'm like, fucking yeah. Wow. So she covered the bill. We went down. I'm not a big fan of London. Big fan mm, of London? Yeah. It's funny. I used to go there quite a lot to mm-hmm. um, see bands. About six or seven years ago, but mm-hmm. it's uh, prices is out the market for seeing bands now because yeah. it's so expensive. There's things I don't like about it, like I don't like how packed it is and how dirty it is. Sorry, London listeners, mm. but these are filthy, <laughs> <laughs> dirty, dirty bastards. I'm still not a massive fan, but it was all right. It wasn't as bad as I remember it being. It was just kind of it, it was just kind of what I expected. I had a nice burger afterwards in a Hawaiian bar. Oh, nice. It's it's how many people are in like the capital that it's sometimes uh, it's a shock to the system it's oppressive it's not as packed around here is it no is no. any mean Tom who who hang around here to be perfectly honest I know, yeah. I'll and paint it's... the picture of people who aren't from Newcastle there's me and there's Tom and that's it in an abandoned warehouse mm-hmm. on the docks we're not even stevedores we shouldn't be here <laughs> so yeah it was incredibly expensive London itself <laughs> but also it was incredibly expensive to get like a selfie or a photograph with people. So you have to pay for oh, your ticket. That's it, yeah. You can get different grades of tickets, which allows you to get like certain things. But if you wanted to get a, a, an actual autograph, mm-hmm. not even a picture, an autograph with Stephen Amell, it was 50 quid. So you Kelly, so, are... No, so Kelly paid the 50 quid because she, she went all that way. She was like, I've got to meet him. Aye. So she paid it and queued all, the whole time. You weren't allowed to take pictures, but I'd got into a position where I was going to stealthily like zoom right in and Stealthful. take a picture. So I was like, um, but then just as she was next in line, she went, oh, "Come on, come on, come on!" Like gesturing. Uh, apparently, I could go in and go in and meet him as well. So I ran over and, and I met him as well. Mm-hmm. And he was a nice guy, a really nice guy, sickeningly attractive. <laughs> he had a Nakatomi Plaza T-shirt on, uh-huh. and afterwards, 
like uh, we had a bit of banner, you know. Mm. And afterwards, I thought, oh, I should have mentioned his Nakatomi Plaza T-shirt. I should have said this. I should have said that. Oh God! Oh, did I look all right? Um, there was a lot of funny cosplays as well. A lot of them I put pictures on Twitter. There was that Flash one, which was that big cardboard. That was my favourite one. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. I love stuff like that. And there was also a really good one of the guy Nathan Drake. He actually won. He mm. was one of the people that won a, a VIP ticket to next year's show he because he was cosplay. Happy him, or was he just in character? He, he seemed really almost embarrassed to be asked for photographs and stuff. He was kind of like, mm. ah, so. So, but that's what happens if you get dressed up in cosplay. Just before you move on, like to this, and you were talking about like you hate the way the exam you give, you pay it again. I assume you pay it again. Yes. And then you have to pay for other stuff, yes. and there's different levels of tickets and stuff. Yep. That level of bullshit and baroque, um, bureaucracy, like, bureaucracy. Yeah, that kind of that's happening in gigs now. Like I hate. Have you heard of the golden ticket? Uh, is it called? I got a golden, golden ticket. Aye. <laughs> have you heard is, is it that where like say I want to see Metallica right right and now it's like you've got to pay to be in the fucking like oh do you want a VIP ticket where you, you get to meet them and stuff like that or I actually I don't know if Metallica do that meeting thing but there's all this level of bullshit like oh you've got to have a wristband to get down the front oh you can't go there because you haven't got the correct ticket and all that type of cack gig tickets are so expensive now as well a friend of mine went to see Guns N' Roses in London and it was fucking so expensive. And they have that stupid wristband idea or you can't get down the front and stuff like that. It's bullshit that like. Looks it's like it's like it's like every single gig's like a fucking festival now. Yeah. That's daft that like. Luckily enough, the majority of bands are like are so un- unsuccessful that they're just playing tiny <laughs> <laughs> tiny places. But this Heroes and Villains overall, yeah, it was a good day. Really good day. I enjoyed it. We went there and back in one day, which was tiring, but mm-hmm. that was good. I enjoyed it. So thank you to Kelly for sorting that out. And now she knows your game, if she listens to this. Shit. Oh, so when he says, I don't game. know if I can afford it. She knows. Another thing that Kelly took me to was something relating to her blog, A Life Bath. Mm-hmm. It was the hashtag any bloggers picnic. Right, yeah. Which is, I believe it was the second year or the third year it's happened. It was at um, South Shields one of the parks in South Shields. I can't remember the name of. But we went along and there was a load of bloggers there. Or uh, just with our mates and our kids and stuff. We all had food. We didn't take any because we never think ahead like that. But everyone else had some food. They were having a little munch. And then the person who organised it all had also organised for what to go and do some laser quest or laser hmm. quasar in on South Shields fucking... Entertainment Park again I can't remember the name of it I put it all on the day it was on Twitter so yeah, yeah. have a look it was all on there um, but we went and did Laser Quasar and it was fucking class mm-hmm. really good you've done it before you won <laughs> well I won the the single there was like um, an all all against all one uh, and then there was a team one and I came top on the all against all one what's that that's all against all that's not what you call it what is it free for all yeah and then the team one uh, I came top of our team but we lost overall I think it's called Lone Wolf in a, in, <laughs> yeah. in Halo. Uh, Deathmatch. Ma- death I have played um, Laser Quest back in the day when I was in um, I, I went to Wales. I was in the TA, the Territorial Army, mm. and uh, we'd done R and R in Wales, and uh, I played Laser Quest there. It was because I've done paintballing as well. Like I've done it with you actually, Tom. Do you remember we done it in the woods? I've been uh, paintballing twice. Mm-hmm. And I think it was in the same place both times. 
And one of the times I went, uh, Jay, who was Kai's brother, was definitely there. So Kai would have been there as well. I think I remember Jay. Must have been, yeah. I must have been. So when I was at school, so we live in Newcastle, obviously, and there's Central Station, just near Central Station, there was this, like, I don't know what it is now, but it was this massive disused office building. And the only lad who was like, he was a bit of a different one at school. Like he was the only met that with long hair at school. And uh, he knew the lads who ran the paintballing, so he got more to go. All right. Um, we played proper paintballing games twice, and then we played this alien game once where it was like, a lot of the people who were running it were, were like hiding in areas and pretending to be an alien and stuff. All right. That was not as good as the paintballing. But I prefer paintball and I think the laser quest. I mean, I was, that was obviously, I'm kind of, kind of competitive, but I was kind yeah. of competitive against like loads of kids who were average age of like eight. <laughs> I can um, imagine you kicking over one and just like firing at him when he's on the ground. Like, almost, ah! I almost shouted at one point, come on, you apes, you want to live forever, but I didn't. <laughs> and I actually said to Kelly, because I was in the heat of the moment, I said, well, like, it's a class. It's like, but if it was real, I'd probably just hit you with a button of my gun and just put you down. Like, Whoa. Um, and she was like, what? I was like, yeah, well, I probably would. Mm-hmm. If it was real. Did you have that look in your eye? I did, yeah. Uh, did you deliberately lose for ages and then at the end, just like, you know. It was class, man. I think we should do it as a Gonox out and get the whole Gonox team. I'd be up for that, yeah. Class. Well, if anyone else wants to join in at Nyla, I'm looking at you. If you want to come all the way up here just for one hour's worth of laser crazy. Then there was this other thing, <laughs> this laser maze thing, which was where you have to kind of mission impossible get past these lasers, and of course I'd won that as well. Oh. So, but I'm pretty fucking nimble. Do you have a body double? No, this is all me. Oh. Another thing that I went to recently was the Nerg NERG mm-hmm. uh, gaming thingy at Gateshead Stadium. Again, I put loads of stuff on Twitter which was last weekend. Because I sadly couldn't make it. I was uh, supporting the music scene <laughs> down Oosburn. Yeah. Christian, oh. the guest, was uh, he was performing. Excellent. I wish he'd keep his pants on. Like. Well, that yeah. was the performance. I always did, did that. Um, uh, he does that penis, penis puppetry. Penis puppetry, yeah. No, I had a great, I had a great time. Again, went to see um, Google Penguin. Yes. And... Uh, it was just a, a spur of the moment thing, and I'd never seen jazz like performed uh-huh. at the Usburn Festival. There was a jazz band on at the end of the night, and my God, like afterwards, I just look at my guitar. I'm like, what was the point? Uh, that's Why the way the it point? makes me feel. It, it makes it. I respect them as musicians because they're just technically brilliant. Mm-hmm. But it makes me think, fuck. But you see, I'm just I- not anywhere near that. So I hate shredder guitars. That like I like Buckethead. Mm-hmm. But I don't like say someone like Yiggy Mansfield or someone like that who just like stand there for ages and like blah, 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 like uh-huh. stuff like that. It's rock to do, and I couldn't, I, I couldn't do it right. Right. But the thing with jazz is, it's just as hard, but uh-huh. it's got a lot more feeling, and it's yeah, just yeah, yeah. like more interesting. It's that everyone's in tune with each other, like like they're all just on yeah. the same plane, and, and it's just incredible. I mean, maybe I've been lucky, and on both accounts, I've seen some like really good bands. But uh, I'm I'm wanting to check out some more jazz bands. So mm. jazz Snark, bands. Snarky Puppy, you should definitely check out Snarky Puppy. Everyone should. That should be a part of everyone's life. Class. But they did this Nerg thing. It was like I say, it was in Gateshead Stadium. It was in one of the sort of gymnasiums. So it was like a looked like a proper old school gym. It was mad. Had all the markings on the floor and stuff. But they had a load of stalls again. Mm-hmm. It was um, it was like what did I go to? 
What did I go to? Not game 2.0. No. There was another thing I went to that had loads of stalls and stuff. What was that? Me and Kelly went to it, I think. I remember. Was it like the same place? No, no. Oh, was it the arena? But that was that didn't have games. That was comic book stuff. Comic Con. Did it have games? Yeah, it was all about video games, but they didn't have any games. Was it Comic Con? No, it wasn't a Comic Con. It was like a, a one of those things. Okay. Go back if you want to find out, guys. Because I can't be asked. Go back on the. Tw- <laughs> I think it was about two years ago. So yeah, this one had shit loads of games. Like it had loads of games on sale. I took some pictures again on Twitter. It was just hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands, of old. SNES cartridges, N64, wow, PlayStation yeah. games, PlayStation. there's absolutely loads of them. Loads of stalls of, again, loads of cushions, which we almost bought one, but it was like a Hessian material, and we thought, nah. Did you think nah more than Kelly? It was more me, yeah. Yeah, I uh, But, well, I kind of went, what do you think? I've learned a lot about this. <laughs> um, was, they were all wrapped up, and I couldn't be asked to ask to see <laughs> Rub it across your face and go, oh, no, I'm not taking <laughs> exactly. this one. They had a nice little bar in there as well that was selling their own beer. I know, that was uh, part of it. Like, I was already jealous I missed out on all those arcade games uh, to play, but then when I seen that, I was like, shit. Uh, there was a hazelnut stout, which I thought, nah, I'm not touching that. But there was a couple of the nice uh, ales that I tried. I tried one. But then they had the most pinball machines I've ever seen in one place, mm-hmm. like dozens. Mm-hmm. Loads of arcade cabinets. Some of the, a couple of the get in arcade. There was, there was, um, name a, a flight, uh, fighter jet. Oh, space, ha- uh, no. That they had that. Thingy Harrier. Harrier, they had that one. Where, but that was just a guy, wasn't it? With After a gun. Burner. After Burner, yes. Because them three were made the same, yeah. Right. They, they were the same kind of. So there was a there was one that you get in. There was a driving one. It kind of looked a bit like wasn't that one? Was it? No, it was a bit like Mario Kart, but not the Mario Kart. You know, in the driving game special we did, see episode twenty five. Mm-hmm. There was a game that we thought was very similar to Mario Kart, but it had Frankenstein and stuff. Remember? Oh, Street thought, Racer. Street Racer. It looked like Street Racer, uh-huh. but it wasn't. But that one went from side to side like really oh no really uh, dramatically and I was like oh fuck like violently yeah. right. but then there was Afterburner which I had to go in which I just was shit out of course now I never like I could never dwell uh, gel with that mm. that game I, I just couldn't get away with it it, oh, it did actually have Outrun it did have Outrun in uh, the, the the vehicle the get inside of it one, oh which was pretty that's cool. quite rare yeah I, I didn't know. I didn't try it but I saw a few people trying it but then they had, like I say, dozens and dozens of different arcade games. We played the Turtle one, uh, uh, the coin op. We played that, Simpsons. Yeah, we played a shit gauntlet. It was Gauntlet Legends. And then we realised the proper gauntlet was around the other side. Um, there was me, Sai, Kelly and Chu. Chu is Sai's girlfriend. She actually went and cosplays Chun-Li. And she came third. Oh, Joined awesome. third with the other girl that was dressed as Chun-Li. Who came second and first? Second was... Ah, uh, second was the uh, two people. One of them had the most ridiculous cleavage I've ever seen, and the other guy was like, kind of looked a bit like Zelda. Oh, kind of looked a bit like Link. Link. Fucking hell! I should take a drink for that, shouldn't I? Really? Yeah. Since you're drinking alcohol, just drinking a bit of Cocker Hoop. Really nice, uh, Jennings. Yeah, I've I've had it. It's nice. Yeah. So it wasn't though. What it wasn't Link. I don't know what it was. Then the other guy, if anyone can tell us actually, because I couldn't remember when he said it, I put a picture on Twitter of all of the cosplayers together. Yeah. They were at the front. She was bottom right, uh, like I say, a ridiculous cleavage, and she, she, uh, he was just behind her. Wasn't she? Um, 
more it's it's some Capcom fighting game. They um, won like they came second, joint second, which is good. I'm forgetting what Yakala. It's it's in the Timmy tongue. It's uh, tongue. It's more something other. Morag. Morgana. And, and the person who won was the guy and asked called it I knew he was going to win because he made his own outfit and it was like this big blue and white stripy guy with carrying a pink egg mm-hmm. again if someone can please tell us I could google it quite easily but I'd rather have some interaction if someone can tell us who he was but he won and Chu won a, a mug oh, a, right. a Nerg mug which is pretty cool so like I like that that was good the the criticism I have about it though is why does it start early and finish at like five? It was ten ten in the morning till six. Right. You well, could get tickets for both days, and I understand. Like at first, I was like, "Why would you do that?" But I understand because you could easily go both days mm. and and have only just tried every game on every pinball machine because there was decent queues on some of the machines. But honestly, that's the most games I've seen at any of these things I've been to. Does it, it put the game of grill to like a, um, Oh, an ab- absolute shame. Man. It was terrible, the game of grill compared to this. Yeah, the one... Because I'm looking at the picture of Tom Sanders and uh, I'm going to be totally unhelpful and say, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's a good picture, though. Yeah. Oh, oh, the Wreck-It Ralph girl. She was great. She's um, She actually looked a bit like Sarah Silverman, which was weird. Oh yeah, um, she I was really good. Her, yeah. I liked her, and there was that guy. Who was the guy with the skull mask? He was from a band or something, wasn't he? Oh yeah, he's the uh, Papa. Such uh, I forget his pseudonym, but it's uh, a, a band called Ghost that I think are great. But that's why he's dressed. As... Funny enough, when I was playing through uh, Dark Souls Three, there's a boss on that where it's just loads of um, looks like priests and stuff, right? And all dressed up like that. Uh. Because technically, I mean, he isn't actually. I know, I know. Looking at the picture, there's someone dressed as somebody from Skyrim as well, isn't there? The, yeah, the yeah, there was a, the main character from Skyrim. There was a Fallout 4 guy. Oh, yeah. But it was a good, really good day. I really enjoyed it. It was only 15 quid, mm-hmm. and you got to play on any of the games you wanted to, and we played on quite a few. That Terminator game was there. I remember when we thought the Terminator game was broken? That's yeah. just how it looks. It really? Yeah, it was fucking shit. Them light gun games are weird, like your memory. Mm. If, if people are listening to this, not now or anybody else who actually listens to this, <laughs> is going, oh, I remember them being quite good. We did until yeah. we played them. And they had lethal, lethal Enforcers there. I wonder if it was the I same. I like that. I reckon it might have been the same cabinets, you know. I wonder if... The, right. just, the, the people that hire them out to these different um, thingies probably do. Well, to be fair, the Game and Grill said that they were disappointed with how much space was in the Wild Brewery Aye. because they said that they have more but they didn't have the mm. space. Loads of consoles obviously on tables. Mm-hmm. There's quite a few consoles I've never seen before that are like sort of third party consoles. There was one that had slots for all of the games. Oh, all yeah. of like the SNES cartridges and the Mega Drive cartridges and stuff. So I remember one of my mates from when I was a kid had a PC that had mm. a Mega Drive cartridge and a slot in the front. Whoa. Yeah, that was pretty, pretty cool. He used to fucking love Road Rash too. But I, I enjoyed the day. We were only there for like three hours. But you could easily, yeah, like I said before, you could easily be there both days and get around every game if you wanted to. I've never been and it's on every year. Uh, I'll try my best. Next but time. The problem is it, it coincides with that festival in yeah. the Hoosburn. One of the best things though was some of the machines had broken down mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. put a put the Wreck-It Ralph sick note on the front, oh, nice. which I thought was pretty cool. But made us feel a bit sad because it's like they were going to Turn it off forever. Aww. But yes, I recommend next time, mm-hmm. listener, get yourself along. 
When I try and go on the Sunday, the problem is uh, I was horrendously drunk. Like mm. on the late on the Saturday night, so the Sunday was a complete write off. So no, no. I like I opened up my pockets and I had uh, aluminous condoms that I'd bought from a uh, a machine. Why? why? Mm. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I thought they were. I thought they were particularly comfortable. I don't know about you. <laughs> Did you then put them back in the pack? <laughs> he, has a, he has a little keepsake that you take away <laughs> oh, back Seal it back up. Well, K- you can reuse off, condoms. Don't kicks you? off quite a stench. Oh, don't you just wash them and you can reuse them under the you? tap? Alright. Hot water kills everything. It takes at least six or seven holes before anything can get through. Anyway, well, I saw them back together. Let's talk a little bit about E3. It's that time of year again. Mm-hmm, yeah. Do you want to talk about E3 over a month late? Yeah. So quick, let's do it. Ban Xbox One X. Coming out November the 7th. Boo. Shit name. <laughs> shittest name I've ever heard of. It's the shittest name I've ever heard of. It's worse than Xbox Scorpio. X, X-Bone? Xbox One? Do you know what I hate about Xbox One? What's that? Whenever I say to somebody, oh, I played that on the, like, PlayStation 2 slash Xbox One. Uh-huh. Oh, no. No. The first Xbox. Xbox. The original Xbox. And then Xbox. it's like, duh, what's going no. And then you're just like, fuck's sake, man. What console do I have? You bastards. <laughs> what would you call it? What? The, the Xbox, Xbox One, one X. X. The new one, the Xbox the new One, one X. One. Xbox 1.5. Well, I'm against Next the whole box. concept of these. Well, absolutely. Uh, what about the... Um, Xbox? I don't... I, good, I, good question, but I think if I think about it, I could have come up with a better... Name I that. could have I could have shit off a roof and the shit could have fallen onto the floor seven stories down and came up with a better name than that like just accidentally falling into sort of sort of that looks a little bit like an S there if you just right. move that little bit of fucking corn oh I went for the corn and two thing didn't oh. I well just before you advance with this do you remember when you first heard the name of a console Mm-hmm. Like not PlayStation because they've stuck with that for Mega Drive. Yeah. yeah. Is there ever a time when you thought it was that God? That's a shit name. Because what tends to happen is that the console in question gets worked on and it has a different name, mm-hmm. and then when it comes yeah, out, yeah. project so name, yeah, project I, Scorpio. Can't remember what the Wii was beforehand. Was it the Dolphin or something? Maybe. And then it turned into the Wii, uh-huh. and I was when I heard the Wii was the name of that console. I thought, are you kidding? Like, oh, <laughs> it's what's terrible, like. And Yeah, that's probably the worst name for it. But then, some of Nintendo's ones have been absolutely it's shit. Super like, Famicom. I've, I've always hated that name. You know, I know that's not what it was called over here, but mm-hmm. Super Famicom, it just irritates us, that name, you know. Yeah. It always has. Because it's Super Family Computer, I imagine, is what it means. Yes. But I've always hated it. I didn't, I didn't like the GameCube. Because I didn't yeah. like the design of the GameCube. I, like, it looked like a toy. I, I liked the concept. I did like the concept of the GameCube. It looked like a jack-in-the-box, didn't it? Yes. I think, just to not deliberately antagonise you, but I did actually like <laughs> the, well, the why, idea. Why change the habit of a <laughs> I think the console itself wasn't particularly great. Mm-hmm. Uh, going, I've never played one, actually. I'm just going off what you told us. So if anyone has anything to say about that, then direct it to Ross. But I think the concept GameCube I thought was pretty cool. N64 was a shit name. Nintendo 64. The thing I hate about the N64 was the control pads, but we've been down that route beforehand. Uh, Like, uh, getting your head around them controllers nowadays are just a fucking boring. Well, why would you want to design something that you've got to hold in a different way depending on which game you're playing? You know what I mean? Like, surely 
just make it one way so you hold it. It's all about muscle memory. Ah, uh, yeah. And it's I just not ergonomically games. friendly. Now, where say I'm playing a, a first-person shooter mob. Uh-huh. Now I'm lazy, unlike Tom. Like, because I've seen Tom, where you boot up a game and you'll go into the menu that, like, oh, I've got to change the, uh, like this. Sensitivity. The sensitivity and I've got to change all the buttons so they're all the same as everything else I just put up with it right because the way I play games is I tend to play one game like till completion and then whatever well I've started playing a game for the next podcast where there's two buttons that are like out mm-hmm. different and fuck me I always press the wrong one <laughs> so yeah I have struggling with that holding the control pad in different ways I don't want to do that absolute nightmare mate the Xbox One X, anyway, mm-hmm. it has, it's basically just fucking 4K shit, isn't it? Like, if you haven't got a 4K telly, don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Or get a 4K telly and then buy one if you want. Yeah, yeah. It's just going to make stuff look a bit better. Like, things are going to look nicer. It's going to enhance the old games. Well, some games are going to release with an enhanced version. Mm-hmm. Much like Xbox 360 games that ran, was re-released on Xbox One. Um, those games are enhanced. How, how like, much better do they, do they look? I've asked this well, before. Metro Last Light, mm-hmm. Metro Last Light Redux is on sale at the minute for four pound, and I just bought it for four pound because it's a game that I never finished and I've always wanted yeah. to play through. Um, is that the second one? To, yeah, be interesting to see how much better that looks. Oh, that ran so poorly. But if a, it, if a game is good enough, you can you can make concessions with the way it looks and. You know what I mean? I'm more about replayability and, and actual playability and than than the way it looks right now. Like as, as long as it runs at sixty frames per second, which is something I'll get onto on the next thing I want to talk about mm-hmm. after E3. As long as it runs at that for me now, like I'm happy. Like I'm usually playing a game that like Rocket League where it's moving so fast you kinda see fucking textures or you don't need to see miles in the distance and shit like that. I also feel it's con- like- contentious. With the graphics, it happened to me with Fallout 4. I put it on for the first hour or two hours. I was like, wow, this is amazing. And then after a while, you just become accustomed to it. Mm. But then you go back to the old muddy ones at 3 mm. and you're like, oh, fuck. It's your seizure. Let's talk about some of the games from E3. I'll okay, go through yeah. them pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. First thing with the games, all trailers these days piss me off. Oh, I agree, it just yeah. has impossible scope and graphics. There's always a big monster smashing out of a wooden wall and knocking the character over. And it always and goes black for a little while. Yes. And it goes to come in this autumn, yeah. There's always a bit of peril. Mm-hmm. It's just so irritating that they still get away with it. They're still releasing these game trailers and going, look, this is what the game's going to look like. And people are like, fucking hell. And it doesn't look like that. It's not going to play like that. I'm rare. I rarely watch a game's trailer. Yeah. Full stop. First example is Anthem. Please, please, it. people, don't kid yourself that that game is going to look as good as it looks on the trailer. Like, this guy that's... It's basically the way I see it. It's a mix between Titanfall, Destiny, uh-huh. Horizon, Zero Dawn, Dark Void, and Division. Mash them all together. Do them, Make them have a big old gangbang. <laughs> and whatever spawn comes out of the other side, that's this game. Right, yeah. And I think it's going to be just a disappointment. Mm-hmm. Especially as something like Division, and in my opinion, Destiny. Well, it was a dark void. <laughs> Fuck Do you remember me. that game? That was mental. That game was it? But these in mental, this one, it was shit. In this game, they're all on. They've all got jetpacks to fly around. At one point in the trailer, they're flying along in the land, and it's that fucking horrible. Hey, how you doing, John? I haven't seen you for a couple of days. Yeah, I'm not bad, Tina. Hey, look at this bad guy coming up. Yeah, they'll shoot him. Uh, uh. 
and it's oh like all God. scripted bullshit fucking like the division the first division trailer I never watched it oh, it was like that was all scripted like actors pretending to be playing the game and stuff and uh, so I hear that so the um, they do that then they're fighting a monster and then one of them goes up the jetpack and then comes down and goes into the water and is flying through the water in the jetpack comes out the other side I was like there's no fucking way this game's going to be that expansive there's no fucking mm-hmm. way we're still years off games being like that being completely open world prove us wrong <laughs> Prove me wrong. Battlefront 2 looks great. Does look great. But Battlefront 1 looked great. Mm-hmm. It feels like this is what they should have released as the first game. It's got space battles. I believe they're doing away with a lot of the DLC stuff. So they're not going to be segregating the community as much. Aye. They've covered more of the, the movies. So you've got like Darth Maul's in there and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But who knows? It might be disappointing. Again, there's one called A Way Out. You heard about that? Um, Which is like a prison escape sort of game. Oh yeah, I have where it, it's Co-op. by the people who made Brothers. Yes. Court Arms. Uh... So that looks interesting. Um, and Simon said that he was very interested in that. Yeah, I, I've just recently listened to an IJN podcast. So yes. that's what I'm going off. Okay. State of Decay 2. Well, you'll be a fan. Well, it looks very, very similar to the first one. Mm. In not in, And that's not really a... A compliment. It doesn't look like they've actually progressed very far at all oh, from the first one. Like even graphically, uh-huh. it doesn't even look that much better, which is weird. Mm. So I don't know. I'll, I'll keep an eye on it. But the one one good idea that I saw in the trailer was they have it. I think you can choose whether to cure someone or not. So you know how you've got the permadeath. You've got to make a lot of choices in that game. Uh-huh. If someone gets infected, I think you can choose whether to cure them or not, which sounds really interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Metro Exodus, which is obviously we've just been talking about Metro Last Light, is the yeah. sequel to that, which looks like it's supposed to be an open world game. <sighs> looks a lot like Fallout 4. Again, the trailer looks awesome, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. The Last Night, now this one looks very interesting. It It's like Blade Runner mixed with flashback. Ah. Loads of neon lights and stuff and futuristic things going on, like hover cars and stuff, mm-hmm. all 2D style. The art style, you've just watched the trailer if you're never going to play the game because the trailer is beautiful. So that's one to keep an eye on. Another one is Play Out Unknown's Battlegrounds. Have you heard of that? Oh, yeah. I have a friend who, well, he's actually like my girlfriend's friend's partner. <laughs> but uh, he's a canny lad. He was going on, he's a PC gamer. Yeah. He was telling us about that. And I says, oh, I'm not a PC gamer. He says, well, you should check out some of the YouTube videos. And I, I did start getting hooked on watching them. It's it's an interesting concept. Mm. It's a game that I would be absolutely shit at. <laughs> I probably will be as well, but I'm going to get it. Oh, is it actually coming out for consoles? Yeah, yeah it's coming out for Xbox One. Oh, I think it's a, launch, it's a launch exclusive. I think it's coming to PS4 eventually as right. well. But it's like, if no one knows, it's, it's like a mod of Armour 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a 100-player Battle Royale-style game. Looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, it's, it's it a uses, zombie mode as well. It uses um, like things push people around this island to to a big circle that moves, yeah. that closes in. Yeah. So you've got a, like you can't just camp and stuff. Yeah. I I, I like the look of it. If it looks uh, interesting. There's also Doom VFR, which is a virtual reality Doom sort of thing, which That's, I can't yeah. be asked with that. It's a virtual reality. I can't be asked with that. I, I agree with you, but I would love to have a go of VR just to like put off a, like me kind of bugger list almost. You know? Yeah. I'm not dying this month. <laughs> that Although he, I feel like I that am. He, that he knows of. Yeah. To continue talking about games before we move on to something else, 
Micro Machines came out. I was talking about that quite a bit. Yeah, I remember you. Uh, it's funny, before you go on to what you say about that, Wipeout finally dropped. Yeah. And I didn't buy it. <laughs> I just seen it. I was like, because I've got an old Wipeout on PlayStation 2, so I thought, I'll just stop playing that. Yeah. It'd be interesting to have a blast of it, like, to see if it still holds up. But, mm-hmm. I mean, we tried the PlayStation version. It was still good. So, I wonder. I wonder. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> But Micro Machines, I was following it very closely because I was interested. Mm-hmm. And it's come out and people are very disappointed reading the reviews and people's comments and stuff. Apparently the, the controls, because I um, I refuse to just pay £25 just to see if it's any good. If you give us a demo, I would have a go. I agree, yeah. Um, totally I said to the developers, like, I can't believe they didn't respond to us, but I said to them, if there was a demo, a man I would have a go. A of in the industry, yeah. But this is the thing, if you don't respond to people when they say <laughs> stuff like that. No, no, plus, no. Plus, Tom, it's a, it's a valid thing. It's give like, us a demo, I'll have a go at your game. If I like it, I'll buy it. I can, I can see now, because we went through the generation with the Xbox, where everything had a demo on the 360. You could get a demo of everything. In some games, demos just don't work. Yeah. A game like Micro Machines, a demo will work perfectly mm-hmm. if you've got a good product. Yeah. And that's the thing. If you if you've got something to hide, you won't put out a demo, will you? Because apparently the controls are very slippery. Yeah. There's not much content. It feels like they're holding stuff back as usual to then release as DLC stuff. And again, that's something I said. There's not doesn't seem to be much content. I'd said this to them on Facebook. Doesn't seem to be that much content. Should I be worried about the sort of DLC that you're going to drop? Are you going to force people to buy things? Mm. Didn't reply. Also, it's 30 FPS. Is it? Yeah. What What type of graphics is it? Is it over the head? Yeah. It's, over the, it's from above. To be fair, the graphics look great in the trailers and stuff. But then when I saw some actual gameplay, it, it's, it is. It looked because people were going, oh, I can't believe it's 30 frames per second. Uh-huh. And you can see... I can't. I'm sorry, but I kind of go back to playing a fucking thirty frames per second game now. I just kind of dig it. I wonder. Not like I could for like this podcast and uh, stuff, but not for serious inverted commas gaming, because I'm not going to drop twenty five quid on something and then stop playing and go fucking hell. It's making me head hurt. I wonder if uh, PC gamers have said that for years to um, console players, yeah. like when I, you know people going on about how good Halo was, which yeah. I, I'm one of those. And people are like, you're an idiot because it's like, you should <laughs> exactly. play something in 60 frames. Oh, I'm a total uh, uh, contradicting myself because I would have defended 30 frames a second at one point, I'm sure, but it just looked shit. So that's disappointing, but I'm just glad that I didn't just jump in and buy it and mm-hmm. get disappointed myself. Just let other people be disappointed. Speaking of games, didn't you want to talk about some games? Yeah, with us being not like... Off my feet, I, I dusted off the PlayStation Two, and I thought, right, I've got a pack of games. You know, I don't know if anyone saw the picture that Tom posted on Twitter a while back, when my sister brought the PlayStation Two over, uh-huh. and she had like a lot of them were mine from back in the day. So I thought, yeah, I'll, I'll go through a PlayStation Two game because it was now on the Xbox, uh, the PlayStation Four that I was wanting to play. So originally, I put Killzone on. All right, and on. I thought, you know, if I put this on the lowest skill level, I can just blast through this. And it's interesting what you were talking about frames per second and stuff. That game is unplayable now, I really? think. Like the controls and everything. That was one of the most disappointing games for me when they were talking about it's going to be a Halo killer and the stuff The PlayStation's like answer to Halo. Because yeah. I had two. I had the PlayStation 2 and the Xbox, the original Xbox. And I had both of them. And... Ah, it was a wonderful time because there was games that were great on the PlayStation 2, like God of War and stuff. And those games that were 
only good on the Xbox, and that was like Ninja Gaiden or Gaiden and um, Halo. And it's funny the PlayStation when they tried their hands at doing a first person shooter, like oh, kills it. It's still going as a franchise. It's so odd that mm-hmm. that game. So anyway, I, I, I fucked that off. I was like, I'm not playing that. So I dusted off uh, Beautiful Joe. Oh yes, which is a game that I could never finish back in the day because I had it on the hardest skill level. So I I just decided to wimp out slightly and put it on normal. And wow, like wow, what a fucking game! It yeah. holds up so well. For starters, the graphic style is pseudo 3D with a bit of flatness. So it kind of in places looks a bit like the rapper, the rapper kind of design. Right, okay. But there's a bit more depth to the characters. It's cartoony. The unique selling point of it, it's it's like a beat 'em up, but you can rewind time and you can fast forward time. And a lot of the combat is about doing that. It's a Capcom game, right? Uh-huh. So Capcom always has this trope in their fucking games where there's a level where you've got to fight all the bosses. Right, yeah. And my God, it was so, like, so difficult. And there's another thing that I hated on the... I mean, it's a wonderful game. No, no other issues. Just one thing that I, a problem I had was you do a few levels, then you go to a bit where you could, like, level up your character or save it. Then you do a few more levels, you know, rinse, repeat. But just before you fought the bosses... You couldn't save it right. to the memory card. So, if you were like, you'd, you'd play through three levels that were hard, and you'd, if you turned it off, you would have had to go back to the three levels. Uh-huh. So, there was one boss I was finding really, really difficult, and I was having it, I had to do it in one sitting, because otherwise I had to do the bit that I'd struggled with beforehand. Uh-huh. Why do that? Anyway, Just it, to piss you off. In the end, it had this lovely ending where it was like, everyone, what was it? You're a hero and everyone loves you. And I was like, ah, Thanks, but guys. Honestly, um, that game, if anyone can pick it up, I don't know what, I don't know how you could play it. I don't think it's ported any of the modern consoles. No. But wonderful. Yeah. Like, I was so, afterwards, I was like, wow, I played like a real gem. And I'm led to believe that the PlayStation version isn't the best version. Really? I'm sure that, um, Maybe the GameCube? The, I'm sure it came out exclusively on a Nintendo platform. And then that's the better format. Mm. So anyway, I played that. I played uh, Saints Row Gat Out of Hell because oh, it's free. Yeah. Which is, I think it's it's a DLC. It but is, a standalone uh, DLC. They were, they were trying to, because it's GAT Gat. So that it was when it came out, it was around about the same time as GTA Five, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were trying to be clever with the name. It was passable. It's very dumb. Uh, it's funny that uh, the way the game controls and stuff, it reminds me a lot of, it's not as good, but it reminds me a lot of uh, Red Faction Gorilla. Oh, yeah. J- just when you're getting into fights, how um, you've got special powers and stuff. I also completed, I bought and completed uh, Wolfenstein New Order. Right. Which is really weird because they've released a new one. Yeah. That was a game that I was really pre- pleasantly surprised by. I mean, it has some daft things in it. Like, mm. the stealth in it is absolutely ridiculous. Like, so easy. The The guards and stuff are so thick, it's unbelievable. Also, it has, like, Nazi robotic hounds and stuff like Getting, that. Yep. And it's set in, like, an ulterior future. I mean, the storyline is so... Like, I don't understand why they took this path with the story... Like, early on, you get in a coma. The main character gets in a coma. And he's out of it for, like, six or seven years. And then 
fights for the resistance. Right. It's so stupid, but at the same time, it's pretty good. Um, I, I think Simon text yeah. and was saying that he thought that um, the weapons had a big oomph to them and right. stuff. Yeah. I totally agree. I, I, I really, really enjoyed it. And it was four quid. Yeah. Four quid. It has no multiplayer. Absolute, get some absolute bargains like these days with the sales. I also watched two stupid documentaries and one of them was relevant to what you were talking about earlier. I think it's called I Am Your Father and it's about um, David Prowse. Yeah. It's a documentary about him and how he wasn't fully in the loop about um, it wasn't going to be his voice and stuff. Oh, yes, I. The reason I say it's it, how you were talking about these Comic-Cons and these places where he goes to a lot of them, yeah. but he's not allowed to go to the official one and stuff like that. It was all right, but I watched that in the Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles one, that on Netflix, mm. and uh, there were just passable wastes of time as I lie, lay <laughs> there with my swollen foot, crying to myself. Yeah, extra bone. Mm-hmm. There's a few TV series that I want to mention and talk about. Okay, good. There's a Witcher series coming to Netflix, yeah, which yeah, a lot right. of gamers should be very excited about. There's also a Dark Crystal series coming as well. Which, I didn't know that. Yeah, it should be. I think it's Jim Henson. Well, it would be Jim Henson endorsed. Well, Jim, the Jim Henson company. Anyway. Junior, is it? Is it still in charge of the? Jim Henson. He, the, he, no, the his, jun- it's his, his son. son I, right. Okay. Because his son actually helped create the Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles first live action movie. Ah, okay. I know that from the documentary. There you go. Callback. There's also the Castlevania series. Apparently, is out. And IGN have just said that uh, season two has been greenlit. So fucking hell! Oh well, there you go. Get on it. It's it's already on Netflix then. I hope it's not as much of a like what put me off of a Attack of Titan. Is that what it's mm, called? Very it's anime. How many there is as well. Ah yeah. yeah. You're right. But both of them. Like I didn't. Ah. Some of the tropes in anime. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm not a fan of like a single face just sitting there and like you know for ages. And a tiny and, movement of the eyes or something. I. Like. <gasps> Mm-hmm. all that shit or like a sweat a, a drop Aye. of sweat which it's supposed to mean something I Aye, those like tear teardrops and stuff that uh, symbolise things that, like yeah I wouldn't you feel think... like you need, to, you need to have a glossary so you can refer to it and oh, what does that mean oh that's what that means I wonder if that's where the emojis come from like ah yes uh, very probably because you know that one everyone thinks is a turd uh-huh. it, it isn't it's something else. The poo. The poo. Uh, it's not a poo. It's something else. Is it not? Apparently. <laughs> yeah. Oh, class. Another TV series that I want to talk about is Legion. Which... By the guys who've done Fargo, isn't it? Is it really? Yeah. Ah. It's it's um. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's it's an X Man. X Men. It is. Yeah. It's about the X Men. It's uh, in the Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. I believe they do refer to other things that have happened in the other movies and TV series. Do I'm they sh- still own the right? Because Marvel don't own the right Sony, to, to the X Men. I'm sure they refer to the incident, the New York incident, and and one of the a couple of the episodes. I'm sure they do. But it was excellent. Really? It was, oh, yeah, it nice, was yeah. excellent. It was one of the. It was actually one of the best TV shows I've seen for a long time. Like, just stunning, visually stunning. The writing was great. The acting was great. It had such a, it, a an incredible style about it. Like. It kind of looked like it was supposed to be set in the seventies, but I don't think it was. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I don't. They never, were never explicitly said. A bit like Archer, how they never explicitly say when it's set. Oh, yeah. You don't really know for sure. I think it was present day, but they never really say. 
It reminds us of uh, which is the guy from Monty Python who does the movies of Jones or Gilliam. Gilliam. Right. It reminds Actually, I think uh, both of them do them. Mm, but, but who Gilliam's did like, the more who did Brazil and stuff? Him, Gilliam. So this was kind of like you'd be forgiven for thinking he'd done this because it was so just almost like it was parts of almost like avant-garde kind of like just really out there it was brilliant because he done um, Fear and Loathing um, oh Brazil. did he yeah um, what else did he Time, Time Bandits and stuff aye and Jabba did he do Jabba because I'm, I'm sure that, again apologies I mean Nyla might be more big on this because I know he's a big Python fan but uh, I'm sure the Holy Grail yeah there was an argument between I'm sure it was Terry Jones, yeah, about them two directing, and because right, of okay. it, it's got an unusual style because there was two people arguing over wanting to direct. Ah, right, interesting. Because he was the animator guy. Yeah, yeah. He done all Jones. Yeah, uh, no, Gilliam. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. He done the big. F- Which one's know? the American? Him. Gilliam is. Yeah, he was going to make a film called Lost in Manchester or something. It was going to be about um. You know, Don Coyote with the windmills and stuff. All right. It was going to have Johnny Depp in, and uh, and uh, it, it got washed out. So there's a documentary which what that's what it is lost in something or that. I can't remember the next title, but it was about how it got totally washed out. It was right. cursed oh, the right. creation. It was incredibly trippy. This this Legion yeah, would be if you reference him. Um, it was really quite experimental as well, and had an excellent an excellent score. There was a Radiohead tune at there at one point. And there wasn't that as much action as some of the other Marvel and DC things, but it was just like, it just drew you in. Drew, mm-hmm. drew you in. You just, you wanted to watch it all. Plus, Rachel Keller was in it, who I absolutely love. Right, I don't Such know a crush her on her. You know Fargo, the last series of Fargo? Ah, uh, yeah. The daughter of the people that lived in the farmhouse, you know, the one who was sleeping with the guy, who the black guy who had the twins... It was him who was his like sort of security guard oh, yeah, with the yeah. twins. Oh, she yeah. was sleeping with him. She, uh, she had like a kind of very seventies kind of yeah, she uh, blonde longer. thingy coat on. Oh, yeah, she was. Oh, she was sexy. wonderful. But she's in it, so it's worth watching just just for her <laughs> acting abilities. Just to round off a chat of the media sort oh, of stuff. Yes. Um, I want to see Alien Covenant. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Is it a follow-on direct follow-on from Prometheus? Yes. So, Fassbender's in it, yeah? Yes, he actually it, plays two parts. Is the woman, How much do you want to know about this? Uh, I'll probably see it at some point. So, right. is it in the same way that Henriksen played two parts? Is that his? Lance, Lance Henriksen? Yeah, sort name? of similar, yeah, yeah. yeah. I would just like to ask listeners if they've ever had this feeling. <laughs> has, has a film ever ruined a franchise? No, ruined how you feel feel about like the older films because that's how it wasn't so much the plot twist and the reasoning behind. Well, I'm not going to give it away in in a in Alien Covenant. It wasn't so much that. It was just more a number of things. It just it just it really left a sour taste in my mouth. And a lot of critics say that they think it's better than um, Prometheus. Mm-hmm. And Prometheus was toss. But at the end of it, you didn't think, oh, that's ruined Alien. Yeah. And it, to some extent, it hasn't ruined it. It's just, Sour, I don't know. Soured it? Because on Netflix recently, they dropped uh, the latest Terminator. What's it called? Uh, um, Genesis. It Gen- right. 
I tried watching is that. Is that on Netflix, is it? Aye. Oh, right, okay. Have you seen it? No, what no. is that film? Like, um, who is it for? Who, uh, Emily Clark's in it, isn't it? Yeah, but... Is it like a reboot? That's what I'm get, referring to. I don't understand... She plays Sarah Connor, doesn't she? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't understand what that film... Where it sits in the timeline. Or... Who wants to watch it? Because... Right, it may after the first twenty or thirty minutes, it may kick into a decent storyline of its own like thing. Uh-huh. But the first ten or fifteen minutes is basically using refilming scenes that happened in the original Terminator. Is it? I with, with new actors. With new actors, but interestingly enough, using the old Arnie, like the, the from that original scene. Right. So there's loads of that happening. Then there's bits where the story changes subtly and then it goes down its own path. But all along the line, you're thinking, right, it's all this convoluted bullshit. There's all this, like, explanations that make no fucking, like... Un- I haven't seen it, but it's the, it, does something happen like uh, the, the timeline from the original film is interrupted by a new Terminator or something like that? It's something like... Is, it, is that like... Yeah, I, I've, I'm just guessing that that feels like, from what you've just said there, that feels like what they've done. They've gone, this is what happened in the original film. Yeah. But what if another Terminator came and interrupted the original film and did, did took them down this path thinking, instead? Do you remember the voiceover in one of the... the, the for me, the two Terminators... There is no now, fate but what we make. Well, more the, the build-up... Was it Terminator where she says, like, the, the uh, dum, Genesis dum, dum, actually... Dum, dum. It's not Genesis. Skynet actually sent. No, don't stop. I was just going to do it behind you, telling. I know what I was putting as well. Skynet. You couldn't help but join in. That's the thing with that theme tune. You were desperately trying to tell us, but you just. I don't even think it's got that tune. I let this tongue get excited. Wow. That looks a bit like a nuclear bomb going off in the yeah, distance. Yeah, I'm scared as well because let's see. So, I, I missed, I will say that I do realise that I, I didn't quite hit that note there when I went high, just in case anyone goes, oh, you, didn't, you didn't quite hit that note there. Um, oh. But I realised I didn't, okay. <laughs> Who was I doing an impression of there? Which one of our listeners speaks like that? I don't oh, know. you didn't quite hit I the note I don't think anyone there. would be bothered about that anyway. Fucking Sir Stephen Fry sitting there listening to Gonarch's Lair. Mm, Sir, Sir Stephen Fry? No. Oh. It's funny, Terminator and Alien have a lot in common as franchise for me, where I just think, like, the original films, I know Christian is a big fan of Free, I think it is, of um, Alien Free. They can't, they can't come up with a decent storyline anymore for the, the franchises. Just give up. Yeah. Give up because you're just spoiling them. I agree. Or, or remake the first film. Yeah. Like, because I will watch it because it's a remake and I'll just say fine but it's better than this hodgepodge load of bullshit with mm. the Terminator thing which made no fucking sense it made no sense because I was quite drunk when I was watching it but at the same point I thought I'm not going to go back and watch this because at the same time I sensed enough of it to realise that I didn't give a rat's ass about it all fair enough mate that's one I'll be probably giving a miss both of those things, Genesis and uh, and Covenant. Covenant's a better film. Alien Isolation. Alien Isolation did really well, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Are they not going to make another one of that? 
I haven't seen anything about that, and it was a few years ago that came out. Yeah, it did, I. Yeah. I've got it. I bought it quite cheap, so... Are you still playing it? Yeah, um, I'm 30 minutes in. I know. But I bought it two years ago. Anyway, I basically did a Tom. Aye. Sick of living, unwilling to die. Cut clean, if red clean. Blood spurting, dripping, spilling. All over her new dress. Oh well. It was red anyway. Life draining and uncertain death. She won't die this time. Someone will find her. Just wait till next time. So, listener, do you remember last time we did a podcast back in May? Mm. And we did a new thing, which is the thing that actually ended up the producer fucking up the sound quality. Oh, no, that Because he, when he took the microphone downstairs to record us playing the video games, the fighting games, he didn't turn the microphone around and oh. you know what happened. Oh, I went a bit Jimmy Savile. You'd think, oh, <laughs> think a trained professional would know such You'd a think thing. that. And the amount of money I pay him. I man. know. The amount of hand jobs I've got. Fucking hell. Oh, God. Did you hear what I said there? Yeah, I did. Oh, I? shit. <laughs> uh, didn't happen. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. I yeah. prefer to pay him in financial, but I didn't realise there was other ways of paying him. Well... Like you're obviously pretty do. Is no. that how you got this gig? Like, the That's how I got this, uh, this gig. With my... I'm paying him With my right-handed way. jig. <laughs> That's what I call it. Damn. I yeah, have a right-handed, right-handed jig. Right-handed jig. And if I'm feeling particularly saucy... Left-handed jig. Right. Sit on it for a bit first. Well, two hands. With two hands. Well, how could you possibly fit two hands around it? Are you sure? Because when you get it's two... like you're lighting a fire. I'm implying I've got a tiny penis. <laughs> no, oh, the, saying, the, hey, the I what, this episode, it's like, I feel like we've gone back to the old school style there outside, just saying, like, talking about just, killers. Well, and I don't give a fuck cocks. anymore. <laughs> no one listens apart from Naila. Fanny. So... <laughs> Do you remember when we did that? that ooh, remember when we did that uh, challenge, a fighting challenge, and I kicked Ross's ass, and it went uh, what? It went uh, what was the score? Four one. Ah, four one. So four one to you because Ross won. Hmm. We decided to record another one because it was we got a lot of great feedback from one person, hmm. a lot of great feedback, saying it was probably the best thing we've ever done on the podcast. Okay, yeah, no watermark. Fair enough. If you want to insult that much. So we did it again. We recorded prior to this recording. We've recorded the head-to-head again. Mm-hmm. This time again, it was a little bit different. It wasn't a video game, but I have to say it was inspired. And if you thought that was the best thing we've ever done, <laughs> this is going to blow that shit out of the water because it's fucking brilliant. <laughs> Enjoy. Challenge time. Head-to-head, head-to-head. Get in bed, it's head to head. Well, that jingle. Yeah. Good because I've made one, so. Oh. So, we're going to do something different. It's not a video game. Yeah. It is, what is it? It's a pack of top trumps. Top trumps. Yeah. Top trumps, top trumps. So, top listeners, trumps. pause the podcast and think what could this top trumps be about? What could this top trumps be about? Pause mm-hmm. the podcast. Think. Shout out now because I can hear. Yeah. That's wrong. Everyone's wrong. You're Everyone. wrong. 
Can I just quickly ask, Top Trumps, mm -hmm. we can play Top Trumps, or yeah. I've thought of two other games we can play, which sounds a bit like Top Trumps. Okay. We could play Top Trumps, we could play, play Topple Trump, which uh... is a political game, or we could play <laughs> Topless Trumps. Mm. So which one do you want to play out of those three? Uh, I, well, can we just stick to Top Trumps? Absolutely, yeah, I, no problem. I'll, just... I'll put my top back on. Well, you don't have to do that. Okie dokie. I just haven't waxed today. <laughs> Big heavy nipples. Oh my goodness. How long has it been since you played Top Trumps? Yeah. Oh, no, I played it with my niece. Um, about three or four months. And I proper beat her. Good. And she's only five. Got to learn the hard way. What was it? <laughs> Simpsons or something like that? Um, It was Shopkins. See that oh, reference of me. Uh, oh, I hate Shopkins. Oh, for fuck's sake. Shopkins. Yeah, man. So what are these you ones? You can't tell an adorable six-year-old. Shopkins can yeah, go fuck themselves. <laughs> so these ones are quite similar to Shopkins, aren't they? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, not not controversial in the slightest. Mm. And no, they're not porn ones. Oh. oh, actually, I might get that. We'll do a porn episode. Can we? Porn special. Get in. Because my, my internet history is going to be a bit dubious anyway. You know, Googling. I think it already is. Oh, yeah. From what I've seen. At least I've got an excuse now. Mm -hmm. What other then? So Come on, it, we're getting we're getting there. We're getting to the so name. So we're special. We kept them hanging on for yeah, so long. I know. I, I was like, <laughs> what we're talking about? We're special is going to be about serial killers. No, so, serial killer games. So we got notorious serial killers. Top trumps. It's a fucking brilliant idea. Uh, who's that on the front? I don't know. He's got a lovely tash. It's one of the big ones. I like the barcode on the back. Describe the barcode. Well, it's one of the big ones. It's a normal barcode with a knife, like yeah, a black over the knife top. over the top. Brilliant, that. And it helpfully has an age. So it has um, a picture of two people playing. Two to eight people. Two to eight, it? yeah. And then it has an 18 plus rating. Yeah, so these are some serious fucking top trumps. These, like, mm -hmm. are you sure you don't want to play topless trumps instead? I'm, I'm scared. Okay, get it open. It's I like feel a, like it's, it's... It's like an old school tab packet, isn't it? Yeah, it's already controversial enough. So we're just opening them. Oh, well, the first card is of this guy who's okay. on the front cover, and it's Jeffrey Dahmer. Ah, oh, I think he's a right one, him. So we use Jeffrey... Didn't he eat people? Or did he do stuff with men? Oh, it tells you a little bit at the bottom. Brilliant, let's play. Actually, I might keep these. Competition off. <laughs> how, how do you play? How do you play Top Trumps? Okay. Is I there can... a QR code on the back of the fucking card? There is. Oh my God, there's a QR code so you can scan it and find out more. More information. Find out more about these killers. That'll yeah. definitely get you on top of an, uh, some most, most wanted list if you're fucking scanning QR codes of serial killers. Uh, and also typing in uh, serial killer games. Yeah. Which I was. <laughs> well, in, in, in the space of just watching porn. Yeah. Which is what I do anyway. Serial killer porn. I'm just, I'm just researching Garlock's Air podcast stuff upstairs. Don't come in. <laughs> so, um, this game... Uh, I'm going to describe the Jeffrey Dahmer one, right? Okay, that's a good idea. So, it's got um, his mug shots, as they say on the trade. Mm. So, what, what, uh, what would you say about him? Um, Handsome guy? I mean, charming, looking charming. Um, if you had a daughter, you would let her date him, yeah? Well, I mean, I wouldn't suspect that he's done the atrocities that he'd done. He and done. I was horribly sexist there, if you had a... If you had a oh, yeah, if you had a son who yeah. was... Uh, or transgender. If you had... You've got to be everything now in this PC. What, if you had anything? A pan... Pan... Sexual... Being <laughs> yeah. under your wing, and you could let them touch this guy's. Mm -hmm. What does it say on the card? So it's got next to his mugshot 
up up the top, it's got the Milwaukee Monster, so which I guess was his mocking, right. like his pseudonym. We've got a nickname for them. That's good. Next to the uh, the mugshot, it's got a helpful thing saying he's dead. Okay. So I wonder if he died. So you couldn't, if you if you have any potential partners lined up for this guy. Sorry. Sorry about that. Think again. So it's Jeffrey Dahmer again. That's his name. Yeah. Age at first kill eighteen. Oh, started young. Years undiscovered is the next number, and it's thirteen years he was undiscovered. This guy was in America as well. So oh, there was there's a picture was... of an American flag in the corner, which yeah. I assume like that will change. Yeah, we've got different. Oops. France. Uh, so he he was killing for thirteen years before anyone knew he was killing. I which assume there was so, just yeah. bodies turning up, rocking up, and that, and they were mm-hmm. like, "Who's doing this? No one knows." Yeah, it can't be, can't be fucking Jeff. He's a good lad. Him. He's yeah. a lovely lad, yeah. Jeff. I've just had Jeff down the like. He's just been out with my daughter last week. I haven't seen her yeah. since. Aye, I know. Mm. Oh, son, I don't, I don't know. We'll find out in a sec what his, yeah. uh, what his preference was. So his number of victims, it's got next, is seventeen. Oof. Is that out like deaded, like seventeen deaded or seventeen? One of them might have escaped. Point. Yeah, like did someone like I don't know bounce Scandicure. back from it? Like mm. oh, I had a... A bit of a bruise, but we'll put that down to Jeffrey yeah. Dahmer because we'll want him higher up. Well, it would probably be like 17.5, wouldn't it? If it was, ah, I see, yeah. Yeah. Right. If you only uh, killed our mind. This is horrific. Isn't it? Going, I, I know, it shouldn't be jesting. Is, uh, again, at the start of this podcast, there probably should be a disclaimer that it's even more controversial than normal. Yeah. And by the way, I'm holding back. <laughs> so um, the next bit is born, and then there's a picture of like two aliens. I don't know. What, what do you think that represents? Anyway, he Let's was see. born on the 21st of May, 1960. Two aliens. Oh, I know what it's meant to be. It's meant to be star sign. Because oh, I just looked at the other one. That'll be uh, Gemini then. Two aliens. Well, that's helpful, isn't it? Can I read out? You can take the mantle. <laughs> there's, there's then the maniac factor, which is star rating. He's got five stars. Absolute maniac. Uh-huh. And it says, Jeffrey Lionel Dahmer, also known as a Milwaukee cannibal, was an American serial killer and sex offender. His later murders also involving necrophilia and cannibalism. In 1994, Dharma was beaten to death by a fellow inmate in prison. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you went higher up yeah. in that. So that's basically, that's one of the cards and that's what you, you get. In this so do we just part. shuffle, deliver, and then we just go through it? Do we even really need to shuffle them? Because we've never played this. Well, that's true. Yeah, I just, I'm just a stickler for shuffling. As of... A stickler, a stickler for stickler for suffering. <laughs> As I've looked through this, right? What? Uh, the last two cards in the pack. There's one that's so. Say you are you you play this game a lot, and you think, "Wow, my p- particular favorite serial killer is not represented in this in this game." Oh my god, it's not a spare card, so you can. It's make a up spare your... card, but like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I might put Tom on there. Oh, <laughs> Actually, hell. the winner of this podcast uh, competition, <laughs> we're going to put brilliant. us two on there. We'll be the two on there, so we'll draw a little you picture. Can make for up your own stats. That's fucking mental. That that is mental. That's really weird. Replace it's got replacement card. What because another one gets soiled? <laughs> slash favorite card. Slash personal card. All basically covered with that one. Fucking get in. Tom, would you like to read out the instructions? Yeah. Okay. So the game rules. We've got two games. Um, incidentally, these these cards are made by Kultermeister. Uh, that's why I give it to you mainly. <laughs> so that sort of thing. Game rule set of four. Top trumps. Don't know what that means. Classic game. Right, so top trumps, first of all, all cards are shuffled and dealt out with the players. There must be at least two players and at least one card for each player. 
The player who starts selects a category from his, from his highest card and reads out its value. Mm-hmm. Each of the other players then announces his card value of the same category. The best value wins the trick. You decide before playing if, for example, a high value wins. The winner takes all cards of the trick and places them at the bottom of his pile. That player then looks at his new highest card and chooses to gain a value for the next round. In the event of a draw, the cards are placed in the centre and a new category is chosen from the next card by the same person the previous round. The winner of the new round receives all of the cards in the centre as well as a top card from each player. Players are eliminated by losing all their cards. The winner is the player who collects the entire pack. Okay, awesome. Um, and there's another great. one, classic game. This <laughs> I got excited at the end there, didn't I? I did, I did you notice that this card game is divided into eight sets of four nah fuck that yeah. so we well, don't have <laughs> enough go, people to participate in that let's go for top trumps um, would you like to do the honours so half the pack yeah fuck it does put, it uh, say Jeff, anywhere put Jeff how many back in. it's Jeff back in will I take Jeff out because if I take Jeff out yeah. I've got to take another one out Nah, just leave Jeff nah. in. <laughs> nah, is he your favourite? Like, because look, I could draw another picture of him on there. Yeah, leave Jeff in. One, man. two, three, that's good. Four, that. five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. We'll just do it like this. Look, twenty-one. What's your method here? What's your I'm, method? I was counting you? how many there is, and that's fine. Half look. it. It's fine. Look. Right, so I'll just do a shuffle because if I don't, then I won't be able to play. Eh? Really? Eh? Are you some sort of like bloody? Right, look. So mm, definitely one. excellent driver. <laughs> eighty-six med, eighty-six toothpicks in the box. Yes, uh, that's. Are you some kind of? Can you oh, hear that, listener? Nice man. Look at that. Look how fast I'm going. I could, oh, I could speed this up in post to make it sound as though I'm proper shuffling. I'll tell fast. you what he's doing. He's put them on his lap, so I have to stare at his groin, and then like okay. one for me. Ross, for that's you. your pack there. Do you want to pick that oh, up? Oh dear. Do you want to what, pick with it up? What, my mouth? Again, it's right between his peanut. Between his what? Peanut. Oh, they said beanbag? Beanbag. Oh, that would have been a good one. Whoa, this guy's very interesting. Looking. Oh, yes. I've got real. I've got a look at me. Like, who right goes first? Uh, who who last took a poo goes first? That's Because that's, that's what you do in uh, Cards Against Humanity. So I took one pretty much just before you came. Oh, well, yeah. What before well, I that's handy, shower. isn't it? Yeah. Well, then you do go Do you want to have a look? Sniff. I, I left it because it was so impressive. Can I sniff the anus? Because I can tell by <laughs> sniffing an anus how, how long it's been oh. I've had a poo. Is that from South Park or is that something you no, just said? No, that's something I, oh, that I do. <laughs> what the fuck wow. are you going on? <laughs> you see, the tough thing, I'll go first. And the tough thing about tr- top trumps is you've got, the first time you use a, a deck, you've got no idea what high score is. Aye. You know yeah. what I mean? So um, we'll quickly. We're going to quickly read out who we've got. Yeah. So I've got the B, the BU killer, G three. Don't know what that means. This guy's alive. Um, he looks a bit like if Rafa really, <laughs> Rafa Benitez really like let himself go. <laughs> even more murdering people. Um, Dominique. Uh, he's called Ronald. Ronald Dominique is American. Dominique confessed to the rape and murder of at least twenty three men between nineteen ninety seven two thousand seven. His reason for murdering these men was to avoid prison. Weird. Having raped the men, he thought it would be better to kill them than have them report the assault to police. Well, there's a sense in that. I'm going to go for... Mm-hmm. Uh, right, we need to decide highest wins. Yeah, all yeah. right. Well, we're not insane. Okay. What, what else? <laughs> Although, saying that in this game, really the nicest people should be the ones that haven't killed as many. Mm. So, number of victims, 23 plus. What have you got? Read out your entire card. Number of victims, right. Well, mine is the BT... K killer. Oh yes, I know him. Do you? Know well, him. Blind torture killer. Something wasn't it? What was it? What did its BTK stand for? He was. Um, he was oh, awful. BT. BT stands for. Oh yeah, blind torture kill. Fuck me, I was right. Yeah. Uh, so it's awful. Dennis Rader, is it? Yeah, Kelly. Kelly. I just say Kelly. 
would probably enjoy this episode because she went through a massive phase of watching loads of serial killer stuff on the telly and reading a book. Uh-huh. Um, killing a couple of people. Uh, just to try it on. Well, if she would like to win that's this, where I got uh, that from. I will. pack, she yeah. can. I've got a sneaky suspicion that pack's going to end up in this house. Uh-huh. On that. Uh, on that thing oh no oh, oh I can who else are you going to play it with you could make it up <laughs> myself a mirror which so, was yes. it anyway the blind torture kill was his infamous signature he sent letters describing the details of the killings to the police and the local news in around Wichita Kansas bloody hell well he was a nice guy yeah Um, he's from America and he's still alive is he oh he's uh, in prison now well this guy wasn't that prolific? He was Ah, because you could get in. Yeah, that's him. He looks a bit like Walter White, I suppose. You reckon? Yeah, a little bit. Awful. Brian Cranston is quite a, a good-looking man. Apologies if this gives game uh, gives anyone the yeah. willies mm-hmm. because should, it's given me the willies. We should end it like we did, you know, like um, Crime Watch used to. And remember, don't have nightmares. Don't have nightmares. But you know, but you this never know just happened down the road from you. Yeah. You never know what's around the corner. So I've got next. The monster killer from China. He's monster killer? <laughs> what? That, that sounds, game? Like a, sounds like a really good uh, guy, this one. He was doing God's work. He's from China. He's called Yang <laughs> Jinhai. Mm-hmm. I take it maniac, fi- maniac Factor is one of the stats we can use, isn't it? So I'll not read out what that is. But okay, yeah. You can, you can, that's it's a story, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Yang's killings took place between 1999 and 2003. At night, he would enter his victims' homes and kill all family members, mainly farmers, what? With axes, hammers and shovels. The monster killer was the most prolific serial killer of China. Oh, I've read about him recently mm. on Wikipedia. Well, I'm going to go for a number of victims again. Uh. 67. 67. 67? Jesus Christ. Yeah. My character is the Berlin Butcher. Oh, where's he from? Germany. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get in. He invited young women into his house. Ended up being murdered. That's what it says. That's it. Yeah. Dismembered and eaten by unwilling customers of Gruben's meat business. Wow. This Got is a like... whole shelf full of black pudding I don't care for. Jesus Christ. He committed suicide whilst, watch, whilst awaiting the execution without giving a full confession. Coward. Coward's way coward. out. Is he, so he's dead. I, I will say that Yang Jinhai is dead. Yeah. Perished. Where's this guy from G- Germany? I've covered that. Yeah. I... So how many victims? Oh. Oh, I've just realised he is actually quite high. And bearing in mind, he was oh, he was he was doing his business. Is it? Can I say that since you picked a thing? Do whatever. You can say whatever. Now. So he was doing his business in 1863. Which oh, really? The reason I say his that business. The reason I say that is I bet you that's like, you know, there's a higher chance of getting more kills like years and years ago. I would say. Mm, yeah. So he's got quite a spread. Number of victims is 26 to 50 plus. Well, that's not very good, is it? Why would they do that? Um, well, I'll beat you still. I know. But, but well, that's a strange way Put up a fight. Out. And guess what? That's what he had, right? Yeah, Much like maniac, his victims did. His maniac factor was only free. Well, mm-hmm. why? Well, because he didn't have sex with the corpses. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, he's, Again, I've said it. he's vicious looking, isn't he? Yeah, I think he Called looks Called nice. Carl Grossman. Well, look, I think he looks like quite a nice man. Next, I've got the... So I just say this, Diesberg, D-U-I-S-B-U-R-G, man-eater, from Germany. Mm-hmm. Joachim Krull. Krull was a German serial killer and cannibal. He was convicted of eight murders, but confessed to a total of, well, this is a spoiler alert, 14. Right. Krull began killing in 1955 after his mother died. 
He worked as a toilet attendant for Man- Mansman afterwards for Tyson Industries. That's a lovely little bit of Oh, trivia. I made that, yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, Tyson Industries. What, the guy who employed that serial killer that time? So, you know, if we chose, I'm not going to, but if we chose Bourne, uh, would it be the earliest Bourne would be the winner? Yeah, we could do it. Okay. It's a bit of a naff one. Let's not do it. No, I'll probably never pick it. I'm going to go years undiscovered 20. Whoa, really? And you know what? You've played a blind hour of doing that. Blind torture killer. Yeah, blind Because I've got the, the monster of Andes, which is Pedro Lopez. Wow, that's... And uh, he's a mega killer. That's what mine is, right? Mm-hmm. Because guess how many people he killed? How many? 110 to 300 plus. Bloody hell. He's a Col- Colombian serial killer accused of raping and killing more than 300 girls across South America. Lopez became known as the Monster of Andes in 1980 when he led police to the graves of 53 of his victims in Ecuador. Wow. He's got a co- uh, quip, though. My Joaquin Cruel just looks... May I have a look at him because I'm not looking because I'm not winning anything. Old Jesus anymore. Christ, he's got a big, got a big forehead. Yeah, he does. There you go. I think that it's the top of his head. What was your answer? I chose years, years, undiscovered. years undiscovered. Yeah, sixteen. Ah, I win. Get yeah, him. that's why I said you played a blinder. Oh, he's a, he's like oh yes, he is a mega killer. Mm-hmm. He's got actually got a star, a bit like a um, when something's on sale. <laughs> you know, it's a mega mega offer, like only only five pounds. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, you know, guess what? I got Pedro. What was he called again? I missed out his Pedro, Pedro Alonso Lopez. Okay, so I've got La Bestia. Bestia. He's mm. from Colombia as well. Mm-hmm. He's alive, this one. Mine is as well. So, Luis Alfredo Garavito Cobillos is a Colombian rapist and serial killer. <laughs> Known as La Bestia, he admitted to the rape and murder of 147 young boys in 1999. Is that the football team? Oh, dear. After his capture, he was subject to the maximum penalty available in Colombia, which was 30 years. Wow. Not even a year for each of them. So I'm going to go for number of victims again, 138 plus. Well, I can't. Uh, Maine killed 71, right? I'll, I'll go into a bit more detail about the, the. It's the Green River Killer, right? From America. He killed 71 people, right? But his maniac factor is free. Mm. I mean, come on. Mine was five. 71 people. The Green River Killer was initially convict- convicted of 48 separate murders and later convinced- confessed to nearly twice that number. He murdered numerous women in the girls of Washington State. Most of his victims were alleged to be prostitutes. Mm. Alleged. Alleged. By him, probably. Yeah. Uh, it's Gary Rig Rigway. Alleged to be prostitutes by the people the people who paid to have sex with them. Oh, I've just worked out who I think he looks like. It's not me, is it? He looks like Better Call Saul. Oh god he does. Can't remember what he's called. He's got like um order order something. it's Bill? No. Ah it is Bill or or Bob Ordercore. By yeah, Odenkirk. Um he's got really tiny eyes, very close together. Don't insult the serial colour. Fuck him. He's still alive. Okay, next up. <laughs> Ooh, this one's called The Killer Clown. American. Oh, John Wayne Gacy. Yes, he's deed. They're going to make a film of him, right? And it's going to have um, somebody I was like, why the hell's he him? Anyway, carry on. So, American serial killer and rapist Gacy became known as The Killer Clown due to his charitable services at fundraising events, parades, and oh. ch- children's parties, where he would dress up as Pogo the Clown, oh. the character he devised himself. That's oh. Fucking horrifying. I wonder if that's branded. Absolutely horrifying. You can't look like that particular clown because it looks like such and such. 
I'm going to go for Maniac Factor. Mm. Four stars. Well, I'm glad you picked that. Shit on me, baby. So mine's American. And it's Theodore Bundy. Oh. You know Ted Big Bundy, Ted. yeah? Big Ted. Ted what? So he was an American serial killer and necrophiliac who assaulted and murdered young women and girls during the 1970s. And facing girls. Mur- facing murder charges, he engineered two dramatic escapes before his ultimate recapture in 1978. Wow. And my maniac factor is five. Oh, yeah, you're win good. one. Enjoy. I'm new to this. Do, do you put them in the back? <laughs> I? The back, mate. I, how I catch up. <laughs> Look at how big my wedge of cards is. <laughs> Can I just see a mine, right? You know the type of mustache that um, went out of style when um, so serial killers did. <laughs> no, well, probably the world. Is he a serial killer? Basically, Hitler. Yeah, that kind okay. of moustache. My guy's sporting that moustache. Oh, dear. Um, he's the butcher of Hanover. 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 And it's Fritz Hanneman. That's a German name, Well, it's a guitarist out of Slayer who's dead now. Oh, God, he's got a hell of a big name. I'm not seeing it. <laughs> Let's have a look. Nah, I can't. Well, it doesn't matter. I'll show you the Because you YouTube. You'll probably anyway. win. He was also known as the butcher and the vampire of Hanover was a German serial killer who is believed to have been responsible. It's bad English on here. Mm. Who is believed to be responsible of 27 boys and young men between 1918 and 1924. Now, isn't that during the First World War? Mm-hmm. He used... I wonder if that... You know the film M? Uh-huh. No. It's like a black and white... It's meant to be a classic. And it's about a um, serial killer. I wonder if that's war crimes. Peter. Whoa. <laughs> I, I'll give you an intense stare like I was going to murder him. So, uh, well, I don't know. Um, this guy, mm, don't know what I could go The pressure's for. on now that you're getting to choose, aren't you? He worried? He is on. Um, Whatever you do, do not go for. Uh, I'm going to say age at first kill, just to mess things up a bit. Okay, what's the number? 39. Okay, so... I've got Jeffrey Dahmer. Hiya. Oh, hi, We've Dons. already read his card out. Um, 18, age of first kill. Oh, get in, I win. 39, my guy. Ah, uh, so it's uh, so it's the maximum oldest I thought I would win because he was the youngest. Nah, nah. Oh, I chose wisely there, didn't I? Although he would have won because he killed more people. He, he killed between 24 and 27 plus. Oh. And he had the Hitler moustache, as yeah. I say. I didn't see the there. picture. Oh. I'll read his name out as well. It's at the bottom, the blurb. Oh, he does. Friedrich Heinrich Karl Fritz Harman. What a lovely long name. What's up next? Right, my my next one's from America again. Well, he wasn't waiting on him. (laughs) The scorecard killer is alive. It's Randy Stephen Kraft. He committed the rape, torture, mutilation and murder of a minimum of 16 young men in a series of killings spanning between 1972 and 1983. He is currently incarcerated upon death row at San Quentin State Prison, California. So okay. if you go to California and you want to visit this guy... Pop in. Yeah, pop in. Um, do, 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 do. Number of victims. And you know when it's number of victims, how there's a low number and a high number? Go for the high. Yeah. Can I just say the way we should uh, decide the winner is when we get back to the... Good f- point, yeah. To, to repeated card. 
Mm-hmm. We'll call it then, yeah. Nice. Unless someone else. Because otherwise, it's going to be until like twelve o'clock at night. Oh, that shit. So I've got the kindly killer who looks a little bit like Christopher Reeve on the on the on the. the oh, he does, I. Right hand photo. He's British. Come on, one for the. Oh one yeah, rule Britannia. Britannia. Well, I want him to win in some ways. He's still alive. He's called Dennis Nielsen. Oh, Nielsen. Aye. Oh my God, he's got the same birthday as me, the cunt. Hi. <laughs> Sorry for Maybe the same Twenty third November. Oh, I was just so just. A few years before me, like 1945, so just a few years before wow. me. So, Dennis Nielsen is a serial killer and necrophiliac. Mm-hmm. Aren't we all deep down? Sorry. Also known <laughs> as, the Mus- as the Muswell Hill murderer and the kindly killer. That's awful, isn't it? Thank you, kindly. Kindly. Thank you, kindly. Sir. Who committed the murders of 15 young men in London, England, between 1978 and 1983. What was your number of victims? Did you even give us a number? Yeah, I haven't given you the number Oh yet. my God, what a tease. What is it? Mine's 16 to 2, 67. Oh, mine's 12 to 15. I'm always British, isn't he? It's, it's quality over quantity. You've got to do better, Dennis. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it funny, like, Dennis, when he was young, looked like uh, Christopher, uh, D- Reeves. Christopher Reeves. Yeah. And when he's old, he looks like Roman Polanski. That is weird. Oh, that, no. Another Ma- crim. Mine just looks like, I mean, he had a wick. So, because he's alive, it's got him when he was younger and when he's older, and he had a wicked handlebar mustache. He was a wicked that. smart. I was like, yeah, that oh, glint that in his good. eye that all women want to gamble. Why, look at that smile on the right hand picture. What have you got to smile about? I know. Prick. Yeah. Well, he might be top dog in the prison. <laughs> like prisoner cell block H. This one's. He gonna... used to give me roses. <laughs> this guy's got the nickname that I bet he wasn't happy about. Oh, what is it? <laughs> the trash bag killer. <laughs> Did he just kill trash bags? Yeah. That's oh. bad English again. Yeah. Well, it's from America where they're, you know, they're not that bothered. Sorry, mm. American listeners. Saws. So Patrick Healy was primary a necrophilia. Mm. And possibly the most prolific serial killer alive in the US history. Get in. Eh? Oh, he's alive. It's not yeah. He claimed to have killed 43 young men starting... Right. I'm picking the number, mm-hmm. and I won't pick number of victims, right? But it says he claimed to have killed 43 young men. Number of victims, 21 to 28 plus. No, he killed 43, according to him. That's weird. Although, if you can't trust a serial killer, who okay. can you trust? I know, this is it. Starting in 1974, um, committed murders on a monthly basis. So, a bit um, like this podcast, where, commit, yeah, where I, we commit a murder every month. And each one had a theme. <laughs> uh, I'm going to pick Years Undiscovered. Okay. What is it? 12. 12 big ones. Okay. <laughs> so I've got the freeway killer, American dead, William Bonin, looks a lot like... Andy Samberg on the mm-hmm. right-hand picture. Uh, Bonin was called freeway killer due to the fact that the majority of his victims' were bodies were discovered alongside numerous freeways in Southern California. He murdered a minimum of 21 boys and young men between 1979 and 1980. Years undiscovered, one. Awesome. So he wasn't very good. Nah. I mean, well... You want to work on your bloody, you know... Your hiding technique. I think he was sly. his hiding technique was probably pretty shit. Next up. All oh, right. So I've got another American. Mm-hmm. You know, they say America, the greatest country on the planet. Land of the free. Was the most prolific. Although, I, when I checked Wikipedia, the top 10, I mean, why are they rating them? 
I think there's like in case you want to have a game of top trumps. Oh, I know who would do that. Mm, I know. Uh, oh, mine's alive. And when he, oddly enough, when he was young, so I assume the picture on the left is when he was younger. He looks older. Mm. Being in prison's been good for him. The spice he of looks life. Quite, a, quite the man. Maybe he's sucking the souls from his victims. So this is Rodney. He's uh, the the dating game killer. Is he a bit of a plonker? He's a rapist and serial killer. You bit of a plot. Was sentenced to death in 2010 for five murders committed between 1977, that's when I was born, and 1979. He got his name, the dating kill, game killer, because of his 1978 appearance in the television show, The Dating Game. Fuck off. Um, he's... So he must be still... I wonder how old these cards are, because otherwise he's been on death row for seven years. Yeah, well, that's very likely. Mm. People can be on it for a long time. Um, what are you going for? Fucking hell. How can that? <laughs> you know if I said to you, how long are you going to be? And you uh, went, five minutes. Five to ten minutes? What about if I said, if you asked me, how long are you going to be? And I went, five to six hours. <laughs> five <laughs> minutes to six hours. So, uh, the reason I say that is because I pick a number of victims and mm-hmm. I'll tell you the number. Mine's, it's between seven. Mine's ridiculous as well. It's between seven and 130. Fucking hell. So I've got Pee Wee. He's American. Mm-hmm. It's called Donald Henry Gaskins. Uh, Gaskins committed his first murder while serving his first prison sentence in 1953. Failed by the system there. <laughs> it was technically their fault. He was Irish. He only went in for a, 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 a driving offence and ended right. up doing Minor murders. Minor misdemeanor. Maybe right. he learned the skills of the trade in Must prison. have done. In 1969, he began killing hitchhikers. He picked up while driving around the American South. A new killing series started in... 1970 of his so-called serious murders. That's well, were they just these jaunty, like, 1960s murders? What the fuck that's about? So, a number of victims, 10 to 110 plus. So, I think I'll win that one because... <laughs> 110 plus, that could be... Oh, right. like Yeah, because I put the plus next to it. Next up? Very small man here, isn't he? Mm. Right, I've got the French Ripper. Mine was prolific in 1869. So, you, you get a feeling of the picture, like... It's weird. It looks like he's wearing this big hat, like a Russian-type hat. Mm-hmm. Like a bear skin. Yeah, yeah but it looks American. like it's superimposed on it. The French Ripper drew to comparisons to the most famous Jack the Ripper murder of London, England. He sca- his scarred face and plain white handmade rabbit fur hat wow. become his trademark appearance. So it's Joseph Vassar. Um, I'm going to pick... Number of victims. Okay, how many? 11 to 27 plus. Okay, I've got the sadist of Chanquito. He's dead. He's called Daniel Barbosa. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's Daniel Camargo Barbosa, was a Colombian psychopathic serial killer. It's believed that he raped and killed over 150 young girls in Colombia and Ecuador during the 1970s and 1980s. The sadist started with a female accomplice named Esperanza. He killed between 72 and 150. Uh, Maniac factor of five stars. Mine only had one. Absolute Raj Packet. Next up, Raj Packet. One of the most famous ones. He looks a bit like a vampire in his picture. Mm-hmm. Yorkshire Ripper. Ah, oh, Peter Sutcliffe. Peter Sutcliffe. Um, Great Britain. Britons. He's alive. Huh? So Peter Sutcliffe was a regular customer of prostitutes in Leeds and Bradford. <laughs> Don't know why I said it like that. His obsession with killing streetwalkers seems to have originated with an argument over payment, but he claimed he was being guided by the voice of God. Aye. Again, aren't we all? I'm going to go with. Um, age of first kill no I'm not I'm going to go born 2nd of June 1946 so the the, right. the oldest get, gets it yeah bang 
Okay, well, mine was born in 18th of December, 1948, so you win that, yeah? Suck a dick. This guy is from America, the co-ed killer, mm. Edmund Kemper. He's an American serial killer and necrophiliac. Get him. Who was active in California in the early 1970s. He murdered his grandparents when he was 15 years old. Bloody hell. Later, Kemper killed and dismembered six female hitchhikers. What a bastard. Absolutely try to take him home to your parents. Oh, this guy looks like jovial. I've got... <laughs> Next up, I've got the Beast of Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Anatoly Oprienko was a Ukrainian serial killer and mass murderer after police arrested a 37-year-old former forestry student in 1996 and Oprienko confessed to killing 52 people. He died of heart failure in prison of Zitomia. Uh, Zitomia. You go to prison, Zitomia. You don't come out. You die with your heart goes... You oh, this is wicked. In August 2013. I'm going to go for... Uh, age at first kill, 30 years old. All right. Well, I'll win that because the age of first kill is 41 with this guy. Good luck. It's the Butcher of R- Rostor. Oh, no. Uh, you. Yeah. I used to call you Roscoe, didn't I? You did. He you committed asked, the sexual assault, murder, and mutilation of a minimum of 52 women and children between 1978 and 1990. In the Russian SFSR, he was convicted and sentenced to death. He got executed in ninety four. SFSR, is that Soviet, former Soviet Republic? Oh, could be, yeah. <laughs> socialist, former That's the Socialist dude, Republic. Yeah. Soviet's former Socialist Republic. I don't know, it might be. Oh, he looks chuffed on the, on the right, doesn't, doesn't he? That's he? what I was saying, man. Actually, he looks really fucking evil. Do you not think he's just won a game of chess? Yeah. That's prejudiced. Sorry. Oh, wow. What a weird coincidence. So the next day, see what the killer's nickname is, the chessboard killer? Fuck off. No. What just happened? Odd that, isn't it? Wow. Okay. What did this man... It's not um, my brother, is it? So he's from... <laughs> Sorry, I'll say that again. It's not my brother, is it? Because <laughs> he likes chess. Does he have a good pronounce his name there, mate? Okay, he's from uh, Russia. Alexander Pichuskin. Pikachu. Pichuskin. Pikachu. <laughs> The Pokemon killer. He's still alive. Um, so what Tom said <laughs> is, to, <laughs> is believed to have killed at least 49 people and up to 63 people in Moscow Park. He was named the chessboard killer because his aim was to kill 64 people. The number of squares on the chessboard. Hey, that sounds kid. like a Batman villain, isn't it? Yeah, it does. You huh? get riddles from him in the fucking Arkham Asylum. Yeah. Wow. So I've got... Uh, oh, sorry, thing, mate. Hey, sorry, I was premature just, there, wasn't I? Well, he, did he win? Because the number of victims is... I'm going to pick that, right? So it's 48 to 60 plus. So was he successful? What a cliffhanger. <laughs> no way. <laughs> this guy's called the premature bandit. The premature bandit? I've just said I was premature then. He's I'm called scared. the premature. He's not really. I just thought that was a funny joke. He's called the Pologovsky Maniac. Mm-hmm. he's only got a maniac factor of three so that's bullshit he's alive he's called <laughs> Sir Heat Catch and his pictures look like he's really regretted every single decision he's ever made he's like Meh. I don't know why I did it the former Ukrainian police criminal oh my god he's a former Ukrainian police criminal investigator and later a convicted serial killer who claimed to have killed 100 people 
He suffocated girls aged between 8 and 18 and performed sexual acts on their bodies after they were dead. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is getting darker and darker. Keep up the jokes. Come on, keep it light. You've, got to, you've just got to keep the energy up. <laughs> He's to have some juice. Uh, I'm right now. I'm waiting for this to end. 36 to 130 plus. That was what you chose chosen, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Let's say it again, though. 136 to 130 plus. Jesus Louise. <laughs> Next, I've got the machete murderer. He's from. I'm just going to go off the car, uh, the flag. Is it Mexico, that in it? Mexico, I think. In Mexico. Juan Corona. Corona. That's a beer. It is. Uh, he I'd like to be is, sponsored by them. It's called Juan Vallejo Corona. Was convicted of the 1971 murders of 25 seasonal fruit ranch laborers in Sutter County, California. His victims were killed with a machete. Two years later, the Mexican American serial killer was sentenced to 25 life sentences. Wow. I'm going to go. Born 1934. Doesn't have a date of birth. He's still alive. He doesn't have a date of birth on his card. So we don't know. We don't know when he was born. <laughs> apart from 1934. He doesn't have a... a, a Do you think that was an oversight? Maybe. Maybe that's... That's one that all the family can take part in and can fill in his date of birth a bit like that card. Mm-hmm. So you picked uh, when he was born, yeah? Yeah, 1934. Well, mine was 1861. Shit! Do you not win that? I thought it was the later ones. No, the one who's been uh, the, the, the longest. Okay. So He's mine's um, the longest. <laughs> from America, Henry H. Holmes. So he opened a hotel in Chicago, which he designed and built for himself. Ah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Actually, I haven't read the, the next bit. Specifically with murder in mind. Okay. Well, I designed that. That's good, isn't it? I he designed helped. and built it himself to kill folks. <laughs> When, while he confessed to 27 murders, he, his actual body count could be as high as 200. Christ. So what are you going for? Well, you picked Oh, them. I picked <laughs> Can I just say that my guy, the machete murderer, mm-hmm. went from, in his youth, looking a bit like James Dean, to looking like that Professor Winston whatever who talks about like people growing up and stuff. Oh, he? yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I know the one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mine uh, looks like a hipster. That's what people are trying to look like nowadays, with a bowler hat and his big moustache. Right, he does. Last two cards. Ah, it is, yeah. Jefferson Rhodes. America, dead. Carl Panzram, he's called. Panzram was an American serial killer, rapist, arsonist and burglar. And thoroughly nice chap. He is known for his confession to his only friend, prison guard Henry Lesser. In detail. Oh, God, do we need detail? Panzram confessed to 22 murders and to having sodomised over 1,000 males. Well, is that relevant? If it's consent? Or does that not the very... He was obviously very sexually active. I know. Sodomised over 1,000 meals. I couldn't... What if his secret is? What if he considered it making love? Yeah. We're we're in very dodgy territory here. Can we just back away from it? Horrendous, this. Back away. Born. Oh, dear. (laughs) Sorry. Jesus Christ, this could be... We could get shut down here. Um, 28th, (laughs) 28th of June... I would get an email from Apple saying no. You can't put that out. You can't do it. Yeah. But born twentieth of June, eighteen ninety-one. I think Ross might have gone. Uh no, I'm, I'm all right. Oh, he's there. He's still there. It's your. You need to. Oh, sorry, right. Um, <laughs> mine's got a funny. Uh, he's got a funny nickname. It's the Gorilla Killer. Whoa! It rhymes. And his face is like. In his mugshots, he looked like he had quite a beating that day. Right. Um, so, he's from America, uh, and he's called, well, it's 
Nelson. After Nelson had several escapes from hospital, he started his killing spree in 1926. His victims were mostly landladies. Yeah, like a landlord. Well, that's Pacific though, isn't it? Yeah. Like ringing up a a property. Yes, I'd like to rent your property. And as soon as he hears a man, he's like, no, I'm not bothered. No, I'm not bothered. Because I was going to kill you. I didn't want your property anyway. It stinks. It's got stupid stairs on it and stuff. Whom he would approach on the premise of renting a room. Yeah, we gathered that. Carrying a Bible to gain trust. <gasps> Everyone trusts a Bible bash. Yeah, I do, yeah. Look at the state of his face, man. Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, yeah, they kicked the shit out of him, didn't they? When they caught him. Get in. Um, uh, oh, it was close. Born 12th of May, 1897. Oh. And mine's 1891. Oh, it was close, that mate. Earl Nelson. The gorilla killer. Last card, last card. This guy looks far too happy with his. Uh... <laughs> oh, what an unfortunate name. He's called the ABC Killer. Mm-hmm. He was from, right, let's see if I can. South Africa. Hold on, was he called the ABC Killer because he, he picked them out of the phone book? Mm, let's find out. He was called Moses Sithole. Sithole? Almost shithole. Yeah, but that's in our language. What right? in, in, in that guy's language? It's probably Moses Sitol probably means like you know awesome IB, dude. the IBC killer. That's my South African accent. Should I read this out in a South African accent? <laughs> Tell me you can't. <laughs> Tell me you can't. Well, there's no need to say that. Moses Sitol committed the IBC murders. Oh, so named because they began in Atridgeville, continued in Boxburg, and finished in Cleveland, a suburb of Johannesburg. In some cases, he would call the victims' family and taunt them. That was I don't know I don't know what the reaction will be to that. Hmm. I don't even know if that's a good South African accent. I think it's hard to read. So I'm going to go number of victims, 38 plus. I'm not confident with this card. It's not a great card. Oh. I've had much better serial killer cards. Well, I'll tell you, you've won on that one. Fucking I mean, good I think you've you've fucking for you. So my vampire of Dusseldorf. Oh, what a name. And Anna, he's from Germany. I would have expected more from a guy. Like, that's his nickname, right? And he was going around in the 1800s, 1883 to be precise. And he only killed nine people. Yeah. Only killed nine people. Only killed nine that, people. That, I've just the ramifications of that statement. What did I go for? Number of victims. I thought you said. Yeah, I think I did. It'll be interesting if you listen back and we didn't say that. <laughs> anyway, he committed a series of sexual crimes, assaults, and murders against adults and children, mostly in 1929. The variety of the victims and murder methods give the police the impression that more than one killer was at large. Clever guy, but he only killed nine people. I know. Obviously Aren't you in the war? Or was he not smart enough? Oh no, what was that you in the war? What year? Twenty-nine. No, it was thirty. No, it was. In, it was a bit. It was a time of peace. Mm. Well, a time of serial killers just running around. By him. There you go. There wasn't very many. Oh, he looks people. very smart. Vampire does it off. It's called Peter Curtin. Curtin. I'm avoiding the Moolah. names because so, I'm just. Uh, them as so my way. that's the end of the game. Let's count the cards. I, okay. Okay. I have got how many have you got? I've got twelve. I've got twenty. Fucking yes. Boom, Get up there. Come on. Woo, woo, did I not woo. say the game was whoever wins uh, John Wayne Gacy, and I've got him because he's my fave. <laughs> he's my fave. Well, I've got Jeffrey Dahmer, and he's my. I'm like one of those people that would probably would fall in love with a serial killer and start sending them letters. And stuff. Writing them letters. <laughs> yeah. 
Who would it be? Who would you pick out of that pack? What who, to send letters to? Who caught your eye? The just BU, pretend all a lie. The BU killer because I could just snuggle up with him. Look at him. <laughs> big, oh my God. Big lad him like. Some would call him big but there's more of them to love. I'd ask him about to see oh the BU killer tell us tell us about that time you managed Liverpool and you won your Champions League. <laughs> Dear Lord. Imagine if you got sued for that because I'm not saying anything about it. But, uh, well I'll pick my fave. It would be John Wayne Gacy. Okay. So these cards that are bought off Amazon, so I'm probably on some list, are now finished with for the day. <laughs> so whoever wins the other challenge that we set, mm-hmm. will get them as a gift. Oh. There's a little prize there. Yeah. So good a luck prize. everyone who That's took your part. Prize. <laughs> You'll find out what that is when we record the podcast. So. Yeah, I hope that wasn't a, a step too far. I enjoyed that. I thought it was fucking brilliant. I thought it was an ac- excellent idea by Ross. Excellent idea. Oh, thanks. I'm not even going to try to take responsibility for that because it was probably the best thing we've done in this podcast so far. So keep up the good work. Oh, Because okay, uh, we were really struggling. We were really struggling for a head-to-head challenge, weren't we? Yeah. Cause... And then you just went, bang, what about this? And I went, fucking yes. Well, I noticed on uh, Google, <laughs> there's a serial There's a serial killer, guess who? Oh, fucking hell. And there's also a serial killer game, which I don't know what it is, but it seems a bit more complicated than Top Trumps. Yeah. Excellent. Right, well, congratulations to me. I did re- I did really well. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for turning up. <laughs> You're the better psychopath. <laughs> Wee! I'm kind of glad I lost that one. Yeah. You would say that, though. It's more that's, random. That's what a loser would it's say. Random <laughs> it's randomness. It's more random chance. <laughs> we should have just flipped a coin. I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> So there you go another head to head completed another victory for Tom mm-hmm. when will he stop well it was more like random that was like random oh it's random, random. it's a random it, chance it's, ran- it? it's random's fault this time it's always got to be something's fault you see random chance isn't he a private investigator yeah I'm, yeah <laughs> I was going to say I took him outside and kicked his head in but why was he spying on you in your no, adulterous liaisons no he's because I lost the challenge. Oh, right. Okay. So, it was good, wasn't it, though? I enjoyed it, yeah. Ross, it that, was... That pack of cards cost me money, I you know. know. It's the best... One of the best ideas... It's the best thing you've put towards this oh. podcast. I hope you... Hold on a sec. <laughs> I was initially took aback by that sweet gesture, but yeah. then I Hang don't on. like how it's tailed Backhanded up. compliment. It was sour at the end. No, it was, um, it was really good. I enjoyed that, you know, I really did. Because you um, won, No, not just because I won, because of all of the... The funny bits to when we're talking about like real people being killed and stuff. I like, know, really funny. I, I, and I also found out because we we recorded that had a little break for Dindins that Kelly's oh, wife made, and also Kelly's wife, Kelly's wife, yeah, yeah. Kelly Tom's wife, yes, made, and she also corrected corrected well oh, on a, on a fuck up. Well so it was done. Like probably the earliest. Realization of a fuck up that I've experienced. Well done, mate. Yeah, you've 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 remembered to correct that, so no one else can. What was it? It was a BTK killer, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was bind, not blind. Yeah, bind, torture, kill. Yeah. But yeah, well done to me. Uh huh. Thanks. Well, well, well done. Well done to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well done to random chance. Yeah, random chance. Hey, random chance. Do you need a private investigator? Random chance. Random chance. Fresh 
Another challenge that we did, Ross. Do you remember this challenge? Will you ever forget this challenge? Oh, fuck me. Uh, I've, I've had a bit more extra time, even when I went back to work. And I invested in it wrongly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could have done something better with your life. You could have volunteered your time to charity, for, mm-hmm. perchance. perchance. What you decided to do instead was come up with this ludicrous challenge for all of the Gonox Lair team to do. Mm-hmm. What was it again? <sighs> right. So I'm going to go through the thinking process very, very quickly. <laughs> we wanted to do a challenge. It was Blast Pit, really. It was, it was Blast like Pit. He wanted to get involved in the challenge. And going forward, anyone else who's listening, that silent few, yeah. <laughs> if anyone wants to get involved, just check out. Um, Facebook or Twitter, Twitter at which will Lair. explain the, the wanna, challenges. Do you want to spell out Gonox Lair there? No, Just you can't. At G-O-N-E-R-C-H-S-L-A-I-R. Facebook, I believe, is facebook.com slash Gonox Lair, maybe. I think that's how you find it. Mm-hmm. Or to send me an email, gonoxlair at yahoo.co.uk, I think. You could send you an email, Ross, couldn't you? What's your email address? No, right. <laughs> so, I don't check that. We've retired that yeah, joke. Re- that joke is officially I retired. Can, yeah, because soon it'll be my anniver- second anniversary. Oh, when yeah, that man. comes about, it's officially ending it's that joke. It's a clean slate, so uh, I heart... You, I fill your boots now. <laughs> I heart DKC at yahoo.fml. Okay. So, well, I think of a challenge of a game, and... Because of the second part of this episode, it was going to be serial killer based. I had to think of some games we could play. Bearing in mind, you've got to think of what everyone, like, be more inclusive. You know, we couldn't pick, like, say, Manhunt or something like that. And even that, Manhunt would be difficult because how do you pace a challenge that everyone else can post pictures of and stuff like that? So then I, I came up with the idea of, like, to celebrate the, um, the Stairs Mini had been announced, mm-hmm. which, you know, didn't surprise very many people. But to celebrate that it's coming out, we'll, we'll, thought, we'll pick one of the games that have been announced with the Stairs Mini. So there's a list of 22, is there? 21. 21. We're, including we're not... Star Fox 2, so previously 20, unreleased. 20. No, sorry, uh, 21 including Star Fox 2. Oh, right. So we're, um, we're, we took off a few of them because we knew they wouldn't work or like I don't know by myself, Mario Kart. <laughs> so we whittled it down and in the end, it, it, it was tied. But We got we, people to vote, didn't we? It was, yeah. it was between like F-Zero and... You, uh, you had Super Ghouls and Ghosts, did you? I think I chose Super Ghouls and Ghosts, which I still think could be a challenge, hopefully. Mega Man, I picked, Mega Man 10, yeah. I, I realised wouldn't have been a very good mm-hmm. one but anyway what what a few and in the end Donkey Kong come out and there's the winner Donkey Kong Country wasn't it yeah and then the realisation upon playing it it doesn't have a high it doesn't have a score mm-hmm. uh, so we're like doesn't have a time trial yeah. sort of thing time limit so we're like fuck what we're yeah. gonna do so I had a go of it I was out and I was looking at what you were posting, Tom, and, and on on my WhatsApp group, and they were saying that you can you can accrue quite a lot of extra lives on the game, very especially easy. early on, very easily. So that was the idea, and then when I had a game of it, I thought, right, I, why don't we get past the boss, the first, first boss, boss, and post a picture of how many lives we've managed to accrue? Yeah, exactly. It turns out is that five levels or six, it's including the boss, five. Five levels, then the boss. There's that 
the first level, the second one's on ropes. The third one is underground with the snakes. Yeah. Fourth one's underwater. Mm. The fifth one's with the barrels. Mm-hmm. And then the boss. There's also some shit shop thing you can go into and, it, and this plane thing you can go into that uh, flies around and, and a save point. So. Yeah, and you can talk to Grandad. Ah, uh, yeah. Who doesn't do anything. No, so he gives you some useless tip. advice. So we decided we started playing on that, and uh, it basically it snowballed. This it is why quickly I'm, became very very obsessive. Yeah, between very mainly quickly. me and Tom, because <laughs> Tom has a very obsessive like person. Like you want to win, don't you? You're very well, like driven. I just, I just want to know. I, 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 if there's something that can be achieved, I really want to try and achieve it. And I could see it was like someone was dangling a carrot or banana, mm-hmm. and they were saying, "Look, you could you could probably do better than that." Every time you could do better. There's, there's definitely another secret here, I'm sure there is. So it was just kind of like, it just felt like it was never going to end. I think one part where it was particularly exciting was when it came apparent that certain people knew where certain things were, yeah. but not other things. Yes. There's quite a lot of scope for getting lies. Anyway, it become like quite obsessive. It come to a point where me and Tom kind of got ahead of other people who were taking part. Mm-hmm. So we had... One little rules, which one of the rules was not to die. Because yes. if you died, you could kind of farm stuff. Yeah, you could easily die and then end up with more lives than what you'd expended to get those lives. Yes. So you could get four lives for the sake of losing three, mm-hmm. for example, or even more. That put an added pressure on, and as regular listeners to the podcast will realise, I don't work that well under pressure. <laughs> but the thing was, I was in the lead for quite a long time. And I was quite driven, but after a while, I, I think I had a session where I was on it just under an hour. Now, imagine just under an hour and you're playing <laughs> them same five fucking levels. Yeah. I got into the zone, though, where this must have been the way I used to play games when I was younger, where after I'd finished that session, I think a couple of times I was playing for over a couple of hours in one Fuck. go, yeah. just the same levels over and over mm-hmm. again. And I was getting really frustrated when I died. Yeah, and then I was just straight away playing again. And I was there was a point last night when I was still trying to get this magic number that I'll tell you in a second. I was still trying to get it. And I was like shouting at myself, Oh, fuck. Oh, God, like, just that, yeah. fucking hell, man, I've died again. And it was so frustrating. But then I was straight away going back into it. I've been watching a lot on YouTube of uh, angry uh, compilations of gamers yeah. getting really annoyed. And I showed Louise a few of them. Because... Louise, my partner, thinks that I, I get like quite irate, like <laughs> I do with like certain games. But uh, it was coming up with uh, Donkey Kong. Especially as Tom says, like, if you've done the first or second level perfectly, because there was that many variables that like, you could fuck up a little bit on one bit. Yeah. And if you fucked up on that, you knew, like, in your mind, you'd be like, right, I've downed a level, uh, I've lost the chance of getting a life there. Well, but I could still do it because in the past I haven't done a perfect run. The perfect run would be very, very frustrating. Oh, yeah. If you got to the very end, which I did, mm. I have to be honest, I got that six lives. Uh-huh. This is what made us stop. Later on, we found out a secret from mm-hmm. Tom Googling something, which I think was an instant dismissal. <laughs> in well, the I'll just say, <laughs> just glossing over that. The uh, <laughs> ways to get extra lives, you collect 100 bananas. Yes. These gold animals, if you collect three gold animals, you go into a secret zone mm-hmm. uh, for that particular animal that's different for every animal. There's an ostrich, rhino, frog, uh, some other shit. That swordfish dude. Swordfish dude. 
And in those areas, you collect loads of these gold tokens, which are like miniature versions of yourself. Yeah. And then every 100 of those, you get mm-hmm. an extra life. Yes. There's also just like a dozen secret areas within the first five or six levels. There's balloons. Which has, yeah, there's balloons. Red balloon, green balloon, blue balloon. Mm-hmm. Red is one life, green two, blue three. They're hidden all over the world in places that you wouldn't know unless you scoured every single inch of the level, which is what you would have done when you first got the game if ah. you had a SNES. We we could see that there was an opportunity there to get... Well, at first, I said at one point, I was like, I think you could probably get like 25 extra lives on this first on this run-through, you know, if you really tried. Yeah, yeah. And as the time went on, because the, ta- the challenge was over about two weeks, mm-hmm. as the time went on, that number got bigger and bigger and bigger to the point where it was just fucking ridiculous. Before we'd give away the figures... What were you going to say there? Sorry, you were going to say... Oh, yeah, in the secret zone, there was, like, a, another secret bit within the secret zone, wasn't I, there, was, uh, there was a choice that me and Tom seemed to make differently. Yeah. Because early on, Tom said that you have to collect three of these animal um, icons right. to go to the bonus stage. Now, the depending on which one you pick, there's a choice early on where there's a roulette thing. And it's that that dictates which one you pick yeah. from essentially two, but I've later found out you Three. can do mm-hmm. the frog as well. And the two is the ostrich or the rhino. Tom would go with the rhino, but I got into such a rhythm initially that I would go with the ostrich. I later found out there's a secret within the ostrich one where you can double your score. So I was hanging on to that piece of information thinking, fuck, if Tom knows about that, because... I think feasibly you could get eight lives on that. So there was well, all these just added like things and it just got to a point where I was just like, for fuck's sake. Because I was playing through it. Tom had dropped, I think the, the challenge was like pitting out and were opening up a bit about like the secrets that would found, yeah. found. And Tom Googled it and found that you could get six lives in this totally hidden area on yeah. the first one. But you said that you'd opened it up and showed it on yeah. and I which, thought, which meant you could get 19 lives on the first level alone. You start with five. You could end the first level with 19 fuck, lives. I know. That's crazy. It, they, to me, this entire game, because of this, mm-hmm. because of the amount of exploits you could actually do, like you said, if you got all the way to the end of a level and then went all the way back and oh, collected yeah. one of the extra lives in the in your hut in the very start of the game. Uh-huh. It resets all the bananas, uh-huh. so you could go back and collect all the bananas again. So if you did that, you could probably get 22, 23 extra lives on the first level. To me, the game's broken. You shouldn't be able to get that many extra lives. The amount that we ended up getting in the first part of the game is fucking ridiculous. The question I like to ask is, I wonder if it gets to 99 and it won't roll it does, over. Yeah, it doesn't go any further than 99. Well, here's another question... Well, not a question, but I remember when I was playing the original Crash Bandicoot, and that's what I'd do in the original Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. I'd put it on, and I'd do the first levels over and over and over again to get uh-huh. loads and loads of lives, and then I would go, then I would allow myself to plough through the, the later levels. Now, listeners are probably thinking, well, why did you do that every time that you wanted to play it? Well, here's why. When you used to save on Crash Bandicoot, see, you had 68 lives, and you went to the save point, it would then, when you turn it back on, put you back onto them five lives again. What? Yeah. So everything. Eh? So I wonder if Donkey Kong does that. I wonder if eh. you use the proper save within Maybe, the snares. Yeah. I wonder if next time you turn it on, you only have your you five imagine? lives. You but I've been farming them for fucking ages. <laughs> 
couple other things I want to say before we release the scores. I, I liked, I did like the game, right? I, I did liked like the it, game. Yeah. Uh, it was when once you got into it and you could move through the levels. I sent you a video of me going through the first level, which yeah. I'm sure you had a similar experience. But when you learn that you can sprint or you could do that roll that jump, jump yeah. roll off the edge of a tree and then jump when you're in midair like a uh, cartoon or something. When you learn you can do stuff like that, the, you can fly through the levels. It's a shame there isn't a time trial because that would have been more interesting to see just how fast you could get through it. I mean, there would definitely be a limit. Like the, you, I reckon if we if there was a time trial version, we could get the fastest time mm-hmm. and would probably match the time and not be able to get any faster no matter what we did. I'll, I'll be honest, looking at the video, you saying you're a lot better at them roles because that was what was frustrating for me. I was sometimes fucking that up uh-huh. and the balloons go off screen. So it's like one chance. Yeah, that's really But really you can go in that room and come back out uh-huh. and it'll replace the balloons. Not replace oh, really? them if you've got them, but if you've missed them. Ah, So right. sometimes I was like allowing myself to do that because right, I was okay. like, for fuck's sake, I wasn't as good at that role technique as you were on uh-huh. that. I thought the graphics were pretty impressive for the time. It had that weird sort of motion capture graphic thing, which is pretty cool, like the animation. I agree. When it loads up, it looks blurry as fuck, right? And I thought, wow, yeah, your yeah. memory's a different thing. But when it starts playing and the sprites, some of the enemy sprites, like um, the snakes and the little... The octopus em- thing that went spinning around, that looked shit. Ah, no, oh, it looks shit. That's what I was going to say. The snakes and the, the little sharks mm-hmm. look absolutely class. It yeah. looked like you could pick them out the screen. Yeah, I did like the sharks. The water level, as always, water oh. levels are a bit shit. But the music, yeah. I thought was great. A bit like Echo the Dolphin. obliged because it was rare that made the game but interestingly enough Nintendo Nintendo at that point I don't know if Rare were making exclusive games for Nintendo mm. now when have Nintendo helped mo- like mold the game into their like because we've said this before uh, platforming games basically the Japanese do them better than any other uh-huh. like I think but Donkey Kong's like well Rare's a, a, an English company British company I wonder if uh, if they give them some guidance mm. I'll, I'll say this like I think it plays better than Sonic like yeah, so the SNES yeah, has yeah. two fucking like better games than Sonic <laughs> in my personal opinion mm-hmm. so for the scores right let's do it yeah so we got like five submissions mm-hmm. Blast Pit mm-hmm. he got nine Extra lives. Can I just say something before you continue? There was something particularly hurtful you said by accident. What's that? You oh, said that oh, the first about the end level, end boss. level boss was well, the easiest boss in all of gaming history. <laughs> and I never died once, but poor Blast Pit. But I, well, then, I'm sorry. And then I said, even Kelly had a go and she managed to beat the boss. So the you first, managed first to insult time she two people there. I'm sorry, Blast Pit. I'm going to be honest. I honestly don't know how... I honestly don't understand how you could lose any lives against that boss. I'm sorry. I honestly can't understand how you could lose any lives against it. I don't know. I don't know. But <laughs> you bastard. I'll have to deal with that. There's going to be some, some fallout from that. There'll be fallout from that, yeah. Sauce Pal, love you. So he got nine, but he did say he was being hassled by aliens on Zen while he was trying to play, so I that's see. why... 
Mm. That's why. Uh, Nylor, he didn't submit a score because he threw his DS down in disgust <laughs> when he heard our high scores. Whoa. Simon, he got 11. What did you end on? 39? Yeah, but something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 39. I... Now, my legitimate score, this was after I googled the blue balloons and told you all about them. Mm-hmm. I could get 39 without dying once. 39 fucking extra lives. I got 40, mm-hmm. but using save states. So after the first level, I saved it. After the second level, I saved it. Just so I didn't have to play it through over and over again. Because I just wanted to know if I could get 40. Aye. So um, I got to the rhino stage. Just just as I collected the gold rhino, I saved it. And kept trying to go through it to get uh, 800. Mm-hmm. And I got it. I got like 805. And got eight extra lives from that rhino. And that was the extra one I needed. Oh, so the rhino does that as well, does it? Yeah, you can get 800 from the rhino. All of them. All oh. of the, the gold the gold thingies. There's a secret bit where you can double it. So I managed to get 40 from the first level. Which I think is fucking mental. You can get 40 extra lives from mm. the first five levels. So what did I get again? I can't remember. You got 39. So technically, you stopped though. I think if you tried again, you could have beat that. Um, yeah, but that's what was in that was what was infuriating because I did get thirty nine, and you know what, Tom? I got thirty nine. I was like that. From the knowledge I had at that point in time, that was a perfect score to me. Uh-huh. And then I put it down. And I thought, shit, I could probably get three more lives on that bonus level. Now, bear in mind, I didn't know about them six that you can get off the blue. Yeah. So I put it down. And I was like, I'm done. That's it done, right? And then when he told us about that six, I thought, nah, I'm not going back to it. But I had, I then had half an hour. And that's when my partner was getting ready. And she was like, why are you doing this to yourself? And I, I was just, I, <laughs> the I just put question. it away. And I was just like, I sent Tom that clip of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Let it go, son. <laughs> let it go. I let it go. I was like, I'm not, I, I'm not playing anymore. But it was a good challenge. Thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Blast Pit, for suggesting the idea. And, um, I would say that was a draw, if anything. Um, there's absolutely no way I, I was going to take any sort of victory from it. Uh, to, to be fair, I think you you won because you no. got 39 without getting the blue balloons that I googled. So I would say that you won it. That's um, kind of it, as but... a result, you win the cards. Congratulations, no. that's your gift from you to you. I I, I still think a draw is probably more okay we'll stick the cards up there we'll stick them up there we'll stick them up somewhere (laughs) so that's the end of part one Mm -hmm. well done for getting through it yeah how are you feeling Uh, just a bit coffee and stuff coffee do you want want a coffee I'd like a non-caffeinated drink okay maybe some lavender honey in it Uh, I'm so ill that I'm open to I'm open to... Oh, you open all off us, are you? Aye. Uh, within... within you fucking open all off us, are you, sweetheart? Oh, Christ. It's them cards having an effect on us. I know. The spirit's within me. Right, well, we're going to have a break, have some chocolate cake, mm-hmm. and Ross is going to get... Do you have it? Yeah. He's going to get full up on lavender honey tea, and I'm going to have a hot drink with some cake, and then we're going to talk about serial killer games, okay? Thanks, see you soon. Yes, thanks, listeners. Bye.
I'm getting a bit sick of these head to heads, Ross. Oh, good. Uh, right. Can we? Shall we stop doing them? Yes. Four two to me, yeah. Ah, it's four. Fine, right. That was the last one we ever do. Four two to you. Oh no, I won. Oh shit. Sure, <laughs> well, yeah. You can I'll do that again. Sorry, I'll do it again. <laughs> Oops. There's one outtake.